And so, just like us, finally, back to the recording studio, we are back with That's another true. episode of What Are We Even Doing? And you're going to hear two small pops for a second. Hold on. Maybe. I'm not sure. Because that was set on uh, omnidirectional. Which oh, was right, right. Not what we want. No. Now, but, uh, we produce on the fly here. Got to. Uh, I am Tom, otherwise known as Christian Rose. I am Braden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain. We have an unbelievably loaded main event. We have an unbelievably loaded undercard. So I desperately, desperately would like to, oh, if yeah, we yeah. can, let's get this can. bad boy... St- if we can, get going. Ring it. Let it rip. I got my Monster Tea plus Lemonade Rehab. I got me... Usual. I got me a Natter Day. I feel like... I, as much as I don't want to admit it, I feel like we're in the waning days of this summer, so I'm going to I'm gonna. It's, enjoy you're it. having a dry day, mm-hmm. mm. as, it, as it was, as, <laughs> as it were. Oh, man. It has been, we were just talking about it, ages since we recorded. Absolutely. And to, it was... To the point where I wasn't sure we were going to have an episode out yesterday. I, I read the description of the one that came out yesterday, and I laughed very hard. I completely Super Showdown 2018. Uh-huh. I looked through like three times on Patreon and on my Apple mm-hmm. Podcast thing to make sure. I was like, "There's no way I just skipped over an episode." I was going to say we have never we haven't I missed did. a week, have we? No, we haven't. That's what I'm saying, though. We we're still yeah. churning out content. We, we the thing is, we buffer. We had so much of a buffer that it was too much. In fact, we uh. Like I remember talking about it on one of the ones that we recorded last time, that like I was like, oh man, we've done like five episodes, put them in the can in less than a week. Yeah, like we were really on fire, and then just kind of fucked off for yeah, the yeah. last couple. Of we weeks. did, we did. I was worried. I was like, because the only one that we have left, as far as our buffer that we created, is their top ten favorite movies. Available right. only on the Patreon. So right. you see my conundrum. I was oh, yeah. like, I'm not putting that up for free. No, no. But we got to put something out. And I was just scrolling through, like, the recent... And all I have... I always have, um, like, Wowed SS19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. Yeah. If I don't have that, then I don't... Ha- then I, mm. it doesn't have the intro, and that means I never exported it. Gotcha. So I, I see Super Showdown 2018 with no done. <laughs> like, uh, Wait huh? a minute. <laughs> so then I looked through every single list, and right. yeah, it was just never put out. Almost, almost a lost episode, which I'm glad that it didn't become a lost episode because watching that show, I got to listen to it back. I hated watching that show. Yeah. Okay, it was long. It I mean, was a long it was, show. It was a long show with some more bright spots than a typical Saudi show. Would sure. Have. Well, I mean, it's not a Saudi show. It's an Australian show. But Man, that could have been construed as a racist remark almost against the good people of Australia. No, no. What I meant is, like, it has that same vibe. It does, yeah. It's the only super showdown that hasn't taken place in Austra- or, uh, Saudi Arabia. You're doing damn it again. God damn it. Saudi I'm- Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Australia-abia? Australia. Saudi, Austra- no. Australia sounds like a part of a woman. Australia? <laughs> that sounds like a condition on. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh. A condition down under. God. Oh, man. Did you get Big it? time. Did yeah. It? That was good. Uh, now, with it having been a while. Been a while. What, uh, <laughs> what all do you have for an undercard? Do you have a lot? Do you have just anything? I don't specific? have anything wrestling related, which okay. I feel like. We've we pulled a full one eighty to how the the undercard. I, used I to actually be. do have 
some wrestling stuff for, for. But if you, but you first, if you got anything even that's non wrestling, I once I had a I had a great night of rewatching movies. Yeah, sometimes that's um, good. I wanted very badly, and I still. For anyone listening who's a friend of mine who wants to watch movies with me, I would be willing to rewatch both of these movies a mm-hmm. couple more times. So yeah, I'm I'm ready. Um, first off, The Prestige. Mm-hmm. I wanted so badly to rewatch that movie, so we put that on. And then I got to um, after that movie uh, ended, I was talking with Jake because he was we were watch I was watching it with him. Because he was like, I don't really remember liking that movie when I first saw it. And I was like, well, it came out when you were, like, seven. Right. Well, or, or uh, eight or nine. Probably, Somewhere in there, closer. yeah. Point being is, when he first saw it was, he was still pretty young. The Prestige? Um, yeah. Oh, I don't think that's a good movie for a child at all. No, no, no. I don't think it's a good movie for um, a lot of teens, honestly. He, he didn't, <laughs> like, he didn't you... see it in, uh, he didn't see it in theaters, I don't think. Or, I would hope not, because that um, would imply that his... Family took him to see that in a theater, which I'm like... Well, it's about magicians, you see. I guess if you don't actually know, then, yeah. Some poor kid is sitting there yelling about, where's the balloon animals? (laughs) Or you have, like, um... Pull a rabbit out of a hat, you dick. The, like, middle-aged dad who's like, I gotta take my fucking kid to this magician movie. Who, like, comes out of the theater like, that movie was fucking awesome. Right. Or, that's the only... Anyway, so... You wanted to rewatch that with me because we're mm. doing the Nolan thing, um, and I was like, "I love this movie. It's the first I, I discovered. It's the first Christopher Nolan movie I ever saw." Right. Which I think is interesting. Sure. Um, but but after that, I was like, "When are we gonna rewatch Batman Begins again?" Because I still have only mm-hmm. seen that once. He was like, "Right now, if you're down for it." I'm like, "I wasn't expecting you to be down for it, but I'm so down." So we watched re- we re- we rewatched Batman Begins as well. Love it. Such a good night of movie watching. Just great. That sounds great. More uh, than my fair share of Christian Bale, and I love it. Let's, and Michael Caine. <laughs> my, uh, I'll try to get my non-wrestling um, ones out of the way first, because some of my wrestling ones I really want to talk about. But uh, I, earlier today, finally finished season two of The Bear. Mm. I thought that I had several episodes left. Turns out I only had one. And I was like, oh, I'm home alone. It's only 40 minutes. Hell yeah. Uh, it made me laugh. It brought me to the point of tears at one point, and I was like, this might be... I, I want that show to go for ten seasons. It might uh, be my favorite show of like the past several years. Also, guys, we're recording in Garage Inc. because it's very nice out right now, and the door's open, true. so you may hear some traffic. But um, That's okay. At least there's not construction equipment. How's that been going? So today is the first day that I've had access back to my driveway. Oh, Wow. So that happened like this afternoon. I actually saw a guy like moving signs like a, a worker and I was like, hey, does that mean it's safe for me to have access to my property now? And uh, he's like, oh yeah, for sure. And I was like, great. Can we park on the street? He's like, it's rough, but y- you can. And I was like, okay. And then he said, oh yeah, just a heads up on Tuesday, we're going to rip the street up and repave that. But after that, everything's done. Okay. And I'm like, thank God. Okay. Um, hey, at least you know what day it's happening. Yes. And the sidewalks are very nice, and this new little entrance to the driveway is real nice, too. Yes, it is. So I've used it. Um, overall, good. But uh, I watched... Yeah, so I finished The Bear, and I started the first episode of the uh, most recent and last season of Archer. Mm. Uh, I love Archer. They had a couple seasons that I didn't think were very funny, but I think that show overall is really fucking funny, and just... It's witty. 
I don't describe a lot of things that way, but I would, it's very sharp. Um, mm, I sharp. laughed uh, a couple of times watching that first episode of the day. Um, I don't remember. No, I think I talked about Talk to Me on here. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. I think that was part of the last recording group. Um, yeah, otherwise I've kind of, Oh, I started to rewatch Gladiator last night, and I was, I was just very tired, and I was like, I love this movie. I don't want to fall asleep to it. So I, I turned something else on. You absolutely need to watch Gladiator. Yeah, I've been told. It's fucking stellar. And re- I got 20 minutes into it last night, and I was like, every time I turn this back on, it's just a fucking masterpiece. But um, huge rewatch factor. Great great filmmaking. Um, so, okay, so my wrestling undercard. Um, not this week, but the week prior, I watched basically the last 30 minutes of Monday Night Raw, mm. and I actually wrote down a couple of notes about it. I have come to truly hate scripted promos. I know we've talked about it before on here, but yeah. it's to the point now where it infuriates me because when I'm watching Rhea Ripley, who I know can cut an excellent promo, and she's cutting a what is very clearly a written promo, mm. okay, but when it is written, like th- these are professional writers. This is your job. And it is like asking an eighth grade fucking kid hey what does a wrestler say when they have a promo or something i it was a thing where it made me like and like we've talked about it before i mean we're all huge rhea ripley fans yeah it made me feel bad for her because she's trying to sell she was trying to sell this match that she ended up having with Ra- uh, raquel um rodriguez yeah and literally the dialogue is just like yeah you're big i got that but you know what? You're an idiot. And I was like, what? Who? It, but it just wasn't... I was like, there's a good concept here. And right. maybe if you just gave her a couple of, of notes to hit and just let her fucking talk, I might be interested in it. But I was like, god damn it. And then uh, the main event was um, Trish Stratus and... Uh, no, it was Becky Lynch, I'm sorry, versus Zoe Starks. And Trish Stratus was involved. It was like hardcore street fight thing. And it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Starks is like somebody that I haven't seen a lot of, but I was like, everything I've seen of her super is impressive. awesome. Yeah. Like she did some really cool shit that I have honestly never seen before. Everything I've ever seen of Zoe Stark has been awesome. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty good. Um, the big one that I really want to talk about is, so this past Sunday... I'll, I'll lightly touch on this, guys. I almost left my job. <laughs> oh, yeah. had a had a job interview at a different place, and everything. It ended up not going that route. It ended up being good for me to stay where I'm at. Everything's cool. But um, this past Sunday, I was not in the greatest of moods, and I was able to get out of work early. And I was like, thank God. And I was on my way home, and Meg told me, and all I wanted to do was, I was like, because we were off on Monday for Labor Day. Mm. So I'm leaving early on a Sunday night knowing that I have nothing to do the next day unless I want to do it, right? W. Exactly. And I didn't even think about it, but I was on the way home, and Meg told me, oh, hey, I ordered all out the AEW pay-per-view that was in Chicago. And I was like, cool. I didn't know she was going to do that. I hadn't even, I don't think we'd even discuss it, but I was like, sweet. Yeah. So I got home, I made myself some dinner, I sat down, and I had one and a half gummies, and I normally only have a half. Okay. 
that's just where I'm at with my tolerance. And I had a, if you can imagine, a fridge full of beer in the in the kitchen and food and everything. It ended up being one of the best nights of watching wrestling that I've had in a long fucking time. I like, love it, that. It, I, I didn't have high expectations for the show. But you had high experiences. Oh, big time. <laughs> and uh, dear friends Connor and Coyne were there. So oh, I was, yeah, I was yeah. texting with them back and forth about it. And I really fucking loved it. I don't know if you've seen any clips, but the Miro and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs match, where the crowd just starts chanting meat, because big meaty men slapping meat. Sean Stasiak like, was like, they want me? <laughs> <laughs> he can't sleep. He's tossing and turning. Um, it was great, and I re-watched it. I re- I've re-watched part of it, part of the whole show. But I was like, I want to remember. I want to study when did this happen? And I'm watching that match, and it's funny because like the match itself is fine, and the crowd's kind of there for it. But it's literally on the comeback is when they start going crazy with the meat stuff, and then that place just comes unglued. And I was like, with the meat stuff, the, I don't know how else to word it. <laughs> I just love the way you worded it. But like, it was so funny to me that it was with the comeback. Yeah. And everything past then was they were just absolutely fucking like. I love watching wrestling with a hot crowd. It just adds to my enjoyment of it so much. And it was so weird that it was, like, not from bell to bell. Yeah. It was when you would... I'm Like, you should never not want the audience to be interested. Right. But if you have to pick a tipping point, that's the one that you want, right? And I was like, man, that fucking rules. Um, the whole show was good. The main one, part of it that I want to talk about, Brian fucking Danielson. Yeah. I, I've been largely indifferent to Ricky Starks. You know, there's just something there that doesn't connect with me. I, I had Same. a match. I was in a match with him at one point, ages ago. Hmm. Nice guy, you know, like, I, whatever. There's just something here I didn't get. Right. That match is incredible, and when we're done recording, if we have time before the guys get here, I have it pulled up. It, you got to see it. It's the most violent thing I have seen since Walter and Dragunov. Okay. Also, it makes me love Danielson so much more because supposedly, rumor and innuendo is, he got actually cleared one day beforehand. <laughs> and if you, I haven't rewatched it yet myself, but I guess if you rewatch it, he has that entire match, which to me is five stars. It's fucking violent, it's great storytelling, it's everything I love, and barely uses his arm. Which doesn't sound possible. But then when I started thinking about it, it's like, no, I don't think he did. Which only makes him that much fucking better. Danielson is the best wrestler of all time. Uh, somebody brought this up the other day, and I was like, I cannot argue this. They said that of, of active wrestlers, right, that have an argument to be the greatest of all time, it's got to be Brian. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it, like, no, like, also, it, like... Last thing, and then we can move on to something else. But, because blood is very prevalent in that match, Brian is a mess by the end of it. I realized what my stance on blood in wrestling is. Hmm. And it's very similar to a quote that I heard from um, RVD about hardcore stuff in, in regards to, like, ECW. He was, in an interview one time, he was talking about the matches that he had with Jerry Lynn. Hmm. And he said that their mindset was always... We will not use hardcore things as a replacement for a good match. Right. But we will use them. Oh, God. Here comes Berna. Berna, you want to be on the podcast? What are you guys talking about? 
Well, right now I'm talking about the AEW show on Sunday, but we're going to talk about SummerSlam 2019. I think you were here. Were I'm you pretty here? sure you... Yeah. Uh, was that the housewarming party? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Here? Yeah. No. No? We weren't friends then, dude. You hated me. Oh, I still hated you then. Okay. <laughs> you guys ring the opening bell already? We did, but you can do another one. Yeah, DQ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so like his stance was that we they, they wouldn't use hardcore elements to replace a good match. They would use them to accentuate and heighten an already good match. Correct. Correct. And I was like, I agree with that. My stance on blood in matches is now most, most, 90 to 95% of matches do not need it. Yeah. But if you can have a match where blood accentuates it or makes it better, I'm on board. Right. This match with Brian and Ricky Starks needed it. And it makes it so much fucking better. And I I can think of a couple times where I'm like, oh man, I kind of wish that that match had had blood. Yeah. Like, Jericho and Sean, uh, 08. Oh, yeah! The, 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 there was a blow-off. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, was a non-sanctioned or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Where, where was that at? Great. No. Unforgiven? No, yes. Unforgiven was the latter match, I think. I'm not sure. Some it's somewhere. I'm in very there. familiar with Great American Bash 08. Right. The ref stoppage match. I'm yes. familiar with SummerSlam 08, the promo. Yes. And I'm familiar with Judgment Day. I think 08. it's No Mercy. Mm. I think it's No Mercy because they, he he has that match with Sean and then later is in that scramble thing and he wins the belt. Jericho does double duty on that pay per view. and Nobody remembers it. Wow, pulling a Casey. But I, I agree. That's a that's an excellent example. That match should have been a bloodbath. Yeah. Especially because of the especially because of the build. Yeah. Like ref stoppage due to I die. <laughs> yeah, and Sean is a bloody mess in that. Bad. Jericho says, Fuck women's wrestling. Let me cut out come out come out here and cut a promo right. after the Divas Championship match mm-hmm. or whatever. And is and it's covered in Sean's blood still. Yeah. That's, that might just, be the best example, honestly, of a match that... That match should have been Shawn Michaels beating Chris Jericho into a, a, a puddle. It should have been basically WrestleMania 22, Shawn and Vince. Yeah. 100%. Big time. Big time. But, um, yeah, and then, like, the main event was was Mox and Orange Cassidy, and fuck, it was good. It was Mox so good. Mox didn't lead? I don't think that he did. Orange did, and that was another one where I was like, okay, that's the right call here. I don't remember Mox bleeding. I would have to rewatch it. He also, he was covered in Orange's red, red, blood, <laughs> blood orange. Um, but no, it was a great match. And also... Blood orange. That's that's the dark character. Yeah. That's the alter ego. <laughs> uh, I know, I've, I think I've talked about him before on here, maybe, but like... I love Orange Cassidy, and I love that he took a fucking title that was really just eh, made and didn't need to be made at all, and had a near year-long run, like 30 defenses, only ever had wild good matches with it, and ended up main eventing a pay-per-view. Like, love it. That's how you fucking build a championship. And now, like, Mox is one of their top guys, and it's on him, so I'm like, you guys have actually done something almost, I don't think intentionally, right, and made that belt seem important. And yeah. I think that more wrestling companies should, uh, you know, make their belts seem important. Big on that. Have They're you not anything all else? just to be given out. So I have a, actually a little bit of a conversation we can go on 
sure. based on something that I watched. Um, Dakota came in town, and we I was we were just looking for wrestling. We we're just hanging out and watching wrestling, so I didn't want mm-hmm. anything. I wanted something, just a, a comfort show. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about what are some of your comfort shows? Because the show I ended up picking that night was Survivor Series 03. Is that Team Austin and Bischoff? Yeah. Arguably the greatest Survivor Series match ever? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good one. That's a good comfort show for me. Mm-hmm. Vengeance 03 is another great comfort show right. for me. That, huh. one's, that one might be my, like, the comfort show. Because that has uh, Eddie and Benoit for the United States Championship Tournament Final. That match is great. The APA bar fight, which we've, we've is covered that awesome. on here. We've yes, covered we this have. show on here. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't know. That, that, that's a world's great greatest show tag team against Kidman and Ray, right? I think so. Yeah, I th- think that's right. Um, comfort shows for me. Um, Maybe you know, nineteen would be one for me as well. I, I might go with like your your tried and trues, like your SummerSlam O two. You know, something where I'm just like, man, I just want to fucking reminisce about some good shit. You know. Um, it's weird because like I don't rewatch wrestling as much as I used to, and I don't know if it's yeah. just like, you know, change in life or the the amount of wrestling that is now available. Right. You know, like when I when internet wasn't what it is now, having DVDs, brother, those things you, you just cycle through them. Yeah, you, you know, you just oh shit, I've got a DVD of ah, uh, it's Armageddon 04. Woof, but I'm gonna watch it because it's what I got. You know, hey like, that that. Uh... Fatal Four Way at the end of, end, end of the show. I think if that's Armageddon 04, I think. I was literally just picking something out of the air. Armageddon 04, I believe the main event is Undertaker, Booker T, JBL, and Guerrero. Holy shit. I, I didn't know that. I just picked something at random that didn't sound like it would have been promising. Uh, now, we, we talked about this just a little bit ago, about how it's been a while since we've recorded, right? Yes. And... Mm, Excuse me. Um, I had a little chat with our dear friend Mike Hartenbauer earlier today. I bumped into him at Plant Fitness, and I was talking about how... I was correct. You were? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, maybe I guessed the wrong show then. Um, we should uh, cover Armageddon 04, honestly. That four-way sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I was talking to him about how, yeah, we're doing the podcast tonight, you know. I was like, it's crazy to me that... We kind of took a couple weeks off, and it seemingly was during an unbelievable, busy, wild, crazy time of upheaval in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah. So I have a list that I have compiled, and if I've missed something, feel free to interject. Okay. This Before is, we do this, go ahead. I'm gonna put, I'm, I want to put Armageddon 04 up on the fuckboard okay. based on just this sentence alone. Mm. Kurt Angle defeated Santa Claus by submission. <laughs> that's that's all I'm giving you. So that anyway. sounds great. Um, so this is a list, and if, again, if I miss something, feel free to correct me. This is things that have happened since we last recorded. Terry Funk, dead. Bray Wyatt, dead. Bob Barker, dead. General Adnan, dead. Jimmy Buffett, dead. Dude from Smash Mouth, dead. Three pay-per-views in the course of a week. One of them being an all-time attendance record-setting one at fucking Wembley Stadium. 81,035 people. CM Punk, fired. (laughs) Brian Danielson, returns. Almost left my job. John Cena, back. New WWE Tag Team Champions. 
new AEW Women's Champion and International Champion, and Gunther, now longest reigning Intercontinental title holder of all time. We are bad at our jobs because <laughs> we don't have time to cover any of this. That, um, well actually, one of those, the Bray Wyatt passing, yeah. is the reason I picked this show. I assumed as much, yeah. Um... It's also wild that, like, we just recently did uh, that Clash of the Champions that had Funk and Flair. Yeah. And, and I actually just listened to that episode again, like, earlier this week. And I was like, oh, man, Funk hadn't passed when we recorded that. That's insane. So, yeah, um, way, more, way more things than I remember, so mm-hmm. there's nothing I have to add to that. Um, except for I do want to at least talk about Gunther. Got to. Being awesome. Yeah. So good. He's the best. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite wrestler that is active right now. I, on Monday, when we when I was off work for Labor Day, I, uh, I just, I had this also weird moment too where I was like, I think that on for any company right now, I'm not that big on the weekly episodes. Everyone's crushing it on pay-per-views, mm. but like, it's really hard for me to watch a lot of weekly wrestling shows right now. Like... I, I didn't even watch Dynamite this week. I haven't even, like, started it. Ooh. Like, have you seen the match, though? The Gunther and uh, Chad, Gable? Chad Gable match? I, that's what I was going with. I made a okay. point to sit down and watch that Monday night. I saw on happened. Twitter that they uploaded that match in full. Yeah. And I immediately went to YouTube. It is and, and real good. It. Real good. It's amazing. Chad Gable not smartening up his kids that he was going under, and that shot of his daughter just crying her eyes out. That's like, pro wrestling. That that's I hope that that becomes the new frowning. Uh, uh, fuck, yeah, what was the, it, Ms. Ms. Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what what a great way to get heat on somebody. Also, Chad Gable still looks like a million bucks in that match. Like sleeper suplex, by the way, which I did not think was a thing we'd see in WWE. Oh, it's, it happens a couple times in Ilya Dragunov and Walter. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't think I'd see it on Raw. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's, that's <laughs> definitely fair. Um, great match. Really fucking good. I actually yeah. liked the first one they had that ended on the countout. The only thing I didn't like about it was yeah. Chad Gable celebrating like a dumbass because it's like, we, you know that you didn't win the belt. Right, but that's still... Like I like it, I like it for thing. the purpose of the big story where it's like technically Gunther lost but he didn't lose. Where right. I'm like, hey, that's how you use a fuck finish to you know right. accentuate a story. It doesn't carry quite as much weight when you know every show every week has four fuck finishes. Right, that's but, that's very true. You know that was good. Oh, burn is back. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm. I'm drinking the whiz quiz today. Gotcha. We're uh, going to put this on omnidirectional again so that we can... There, we there was another pop. It was because Burner walked in. <sighs> pops for me, bro. Uh, also, for whatever it's worth, you have like a two. random assortment of alcohol in it's that It's two. It's only two? Yeah, two whiz quiz? Guaranteed it. Uh, you got some like Modellos or something in there. I Modellos. Coronas? Yeah. Something? Oh, yeah. I got a few of them in there. Yeah, do that. 
I always find that someone eight feet away from the microphone speaking away from it is very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is time. great content for the fans. You talking into a fridge I had with your white, ass pointed at us. I had two white claws in there. They're okay. Not in here now. Well, now they're Coronas. Yeah. I turned them into it. I hope not. I'm this... This generation's Jesus. <laughs> but instead of watering the wine, it's a white claw into Corona. Yeah, I'm yeah. have to hit the it old starch is alcohol. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hit the old Casey's bit and hit the old Tizbiz. <laughs> what is that? Tizbiz is a tall boy, dude. Oh, it's, it's, it's gallows speak. Is that? Ugh. Um, do we even want to talk about Punk getting fired? Ah, uh, I mean, I feel like we gotta at least. What are your don't, thoughts on? Don't give him to it. Don't Good. Give it. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. Good, like I, I feel like we've talked about him a bit on this show off and on. Whenever some of this, some fucking news about him pops up, but like he's punching him off. Um, <laughs> no, you guys talk about it quite frequently. We uh, every time there's been a podcast I've listened to of your guys's, you guys do plug it, and it's usually you getting very very frustrated. It's because he's just a constant source of misery, dog. It really, it really sucks to be a fan of him. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, not even knowing him personally. I think if I knew him personally, I'd probably just be more mad. I think that, okay, I bet that if I met Punk, I would get along with him personally. Mm-hmm. And then that would cause me to have intense self-reflection and be right. like, am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a, a thing just now, but I pulled back. I was going to say... Oh, and then you're going to turn to a big C word, too? <laughs> but we're not going to say that word here. Um, uh, there, it was, I will say it was funny. I kept count. There were five. Five people who either texted, DM'd, tweeted, or Facebook messaged me the day that he got fired that said, I can't wait for you to beat CM Punk at Dreamwave's anniversary next spring. Which is amazing. Objectively funny. Yeah. It's funny. He's, not a long he, drive for him. CM no. Punk is so full of misery, I can't Tara be a fan of him. Ah, you get it there? That's a real good joke. I see what you did. That's a, like, uh, I thought I mean, that. I'm not even high. I didn't want to. <laughs> I, at no point did I want this like come back to fail. You know what I mean? I right. was never like anti. And you remember when, uh, so after he got like sent home for a while before he came back the second time. Right. Um, I, I We had the Hot Takes episode and I right. said... As a CM Punk fan, yes. CM Punk in 2023 is worse for wrestling than, than good. Right. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, okay, and I don't really I, care about like specifically this instance who started the physicality. Doesn't I matter. I couldn't care less. Doesn't matter. Also, it, there's a common denominator. The, I think I said this in the group chat. It only makes me like Jack Perry, a guy who I have been... <laughs> Largely, completely indifferent to. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you told me he's, I, I forgot he was a person. I'm That's what I mean. Like, I don't think that he's like bad, but I'm just never like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I like that you were like, got some piss and vinegar in you a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me like him, but at the same time, I'm like, punk, my dude. Like, you're a multimillionaire. Why are you so easily gotten to? Like. He just loves wrestling, man. He must. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 cliche, but it's still real to him. And I also it. think that like, he was a weird coincidental thing. That I don't think anyone has brought up yet. So the first time, right, brawl out, all this shit happens with him in the elite, blah blah. Yeah. blah. And yeah. he's and he's injured. He's also injured. Right. So his match that nobody remembers was him beating John Moxley in the main event of a pay per view in Chicago for the AEW World Title. 
Got it. Okay? That is a... If that had been his last, that is a great way to go out. You, yeah. you, you beat company's top dude in your hometown, main event of pay-per-view for the world title. What? You know, got it. Now, fast forward, and the motherfucker has done it again, where I'm like, oh, you had a... what? from what I have seen, was a very good, very fun match with maybe your greatest rival, one of your best friends, in front of the largest crowd that has ever fucking happened, and then you go home again. I'm like, how do you get two very different but very good this could be the last match ever? I don't know. At the same time. Like, this... The, um... The thing that really set me off about it, because I tweeted about it a couple times... Um, and he won both of them. By the right, way. Both, right. both of these arguably like great ways to go out into the sunset. You won. Yeah. Like, I figured they would have operated on the as goofy as it sounds. Like this was a big deal. Yeah. This fight bullshit. Whatever may or may not have happened. Um, the three strikes you're out bullshit. Sure. I don't know. Say um, send him home for what? Another? What was he at home for? Six months. But a lot of that was because he was injured. Yeah. Send him on I'm sorry, again. didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, the thing that really upset me about it the most was that Jack Perry was sent home and not CM Punk. Right. Like, from that event. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Which is especially more hilarious when you learn that Tony Khan felt physically threatened by yes. CM Punk. Yes. And he <laughs> didn't go home. You sent the other... Right. The one that did... Okay. The, 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 I, I hear what you're saying. The guy who posed no threat to anyone. Yeah, yeah. I will never get ever, him out of here. I will never ever be threatened by a man named Phil. <laughs> uh, hey, his last name is on your shoes, though. I know. His, uh, I okay. In in regards to Tony Khan, when I first heard that he just went out in front of the fucking Chicago crowd in Bro. person, sat in a chair and said, "I had to do it. I fired him." I was kind of like, "Whoa, are we doing a Vince McMahon thing?" Like, <laughs> I like to me, I was kind of like the balls that that takes, like. Right. I don't care if you're a billionaire or not. When you get tens of thousands of people fucking live hating on you, that has to register, right? But at first I was like, that's fucking gutsy. Yeah. But then I thought, oh no, now we have this pay-per-view on Sunday, the ne- the day after he's been fired. And I thought, that crowd is going to shit on everything. And then uh, I watched it and I was like, they're actually into this. They're into fucking every goddamn bit of it. Dude, like, I, I know I talked about the meat thing or whatever. That was cool. They were really into the fucking uh, Danielson and Ricky Starks. Got crowd was hot for the main event. Like, they... At, no, there was, like, one point where there was, like, a little bit of a do, like a CM Punk chant. And the rest of the crowd, like, policed themselves yeah. and shut it down. Yeah, I love and that. I was like, Chicago, have you become... Like, are you guys becoming an actual good fan base? Is that what bro, we're seeing here? Like, it's not like fucking Bruce every time keeps saying bro, but um, I will still say to this day, Chicago has one of the best wrestling crowds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ch- I think Chicago, them, New York, Philly, L.A. Me, for them to just fucking go, maybe L.A. Yeah, ah, Pepsi Phil's gone. Yeah, well. Gotta move on. Time to, chant, on. time to chant meat forever. Yeah, I did not. Amazing. I did not hear so this yet. I, I saw you tweeted about it and I go, I want to watch this 
with Tom. Dude, it's amazing. <laughs> and like Connor or Con- yeah, Connor and Coin were texting me. They said that like it was indescribable to be there for the meat stuff. They said the crowd was great the whole night, but like it was deafening. I love like, it. They chanted meat forever, slapped that meat. This is meaty. Clap, 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 clap. I've never been to a live pay per view. Really? I've only been to one live hey, pay per view, and it that was should a real change your life, dude. Yeah, I've Tom been, was at the last one I was at, and it was all uh, yeah, it was all out. Yeah, it was all out twenty one. Yeah, that show was fucking was, cool. That was in my top five pay per views of all time, dude. Was, that's um, the one where Danielson debuted. Was that the one with and, um, uh, Adam Cole? Yeah, Lucha Bros and Young Bucks Steel Cage. Yeah, because that was fucking nuts. Where it's just twenty straight minutes of. Canadian destroyers. I, I can't <laughs> fucking process what's happening. Their steel cage, I do actually like more than the Fed steel cage. It, the top Different is, design, yeah. The top is thicker. Thick. I like that they don't have interference in cage matches. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what, oh, uh, Omega and Christian is the main event. It's mm. fucking great. Like, the whole was show it? was good. Yeah. I don't remember that. Main People event don't was. remember it because then the aftermath is the Adam Cole debut. Which everyone's like, oh, fuck. And then they just shove everything out and have Danielson debut right after that. I remember I was supposed to be DD for that pay-per-view for two of my buddies. You were not. Oh, I was not. <laughs> and my buddy's like, dude, I've never driven in the city. I go, yeah. Hit him with the Pringle, dude. Mm. Got him. Yeah. It was yeah. about two miles to the hotel. This kid never shook so much. Like, <laughs> God rest his soul. My dead grandpa had the Parkinson's. Jesus, what? He was shaking, baby. What a what a what a Ricky Bobby. Uh, what about Ricky Bobby? Shaking shake bake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you were forced to remember that and you're just upset about it is okay. Fucking. All right, you want to get into this main event? I hate you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that I did not expect that response. That that uh, that that movie rules. I anyway, I am ready. I've seen this paper you guys are talking about. I'm certain that you have seen it. Um, so so SummerSlam 19. SummerSlam, nope. SummerSlam 2019, not SummerSlam 19. Um, coming to you live August 11th of 2019 from Toronto. 16,904 in attendance. 19,600 pay-per-view buys. You said this was the 11th of August. Yes. That's so, just five days before my birthday. And only three five days. days after mine. Three days. Five days. Um, I this have was to get also that stupid Christian reference in. Our, I, I love it. It's such an obscure thing. Yeah. Uh, it's literally a 2% joke, <laughs> and it's you and me and nobody else. Um, yeah, correct. This was also housewarming party for this fine establishment that we're at tonight. That is true. Uh, the, first I ever, the first thing I ever saw of this uh, house was right here. Yeah. Uh, in the garage, you were lifting with your brothers. Yes, it was um, one of the. It was the first and one of the only times that I've had the family up here. I think it's the only time my dad's been here. Period. But Keith was here. He was. Oh um, yeah. Also, I have some funny TikToks to show you later that Keith sent me today. It's fucking hilarious. Um, so talk, yeah, we're gonna talk more about Keith's uh, family car deal. That Unbelievable. About. Unbelievable. He's a complete maniac. He, my brother Keith in very certain ways, is what I would be if I was a dad with a shit ton of disposable income. It is fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we had... Family was over uh, earlier in the day, and then I had a shit ton of people come over to watch SummerSlam. Uh, different Koi was here. Pocket Volcano was here. Um, I was fucking housed. 
uh, Stephen Wolf was here. I remember that. <laughs> I remember a lot Shane, of people that Shane I don't remember me, being here. Or there was only Shane was, was, was here. Shane was here. Yes. Uh, Austin was here. Wolf was here. Mike, I think, was here. <gasps> Wolf was here. I remember. Yeah. Um, it was such a great day. So much fun. Such a good time. Uh, and then the wrestling happened. <laughs> what? No, it was really good. It was really good. I actually really liked the show quite a bit. Same. Um, what's your first note on this? Because mine is, as always, video package is dope. I, I didn't even have a note on it, on the video package. Um, I don't know why. I'm, I, like, looking at this card back, and I, like, remember bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Don't spoil anything. I'm not. My, my second note is, do you remember normal life? Like, pre-pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, Cause this I don't. Is, this is, because uh, 2020 was about eight or nine years ago at this point. It feels like it. Uh, yeah. And, I don't know, this just this is this is life before pandemic and I was just kind of reflecting on that for a second there's a few times watching this show where I was like wait a minute and I had to like mentally fast forward just a year ish and I was like wow what a fucking world like the the change like a year after this is the start of the tribal chief yeah no shit yeah because it's SummerSlam 2020 so he's still yeah he's baby faced on this yes like wild to think about. There, there's 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 so a, much in this where I was like, God, only a few months are separating you from a completely different he's trajectory. Been, he's been travel cheap now for what three years? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking nuts to think about. Mm-hmm. Like guy doing a total fucking Roman's Roman's title run was longer than CM Punk's entire tenure in AEW. I saw that fucking stat. That's amazing. And I was like. That can't be fucking right. And then I'm But fucking, it is. And guess what, boys? I ain't good at fucking math, but I'm trying to do math, and I'm like, oh, this shit does add up, dude. Yeah. It's well, insane. one's still going, and uh, <laughs> the other yeah, one is not. Probably building literal pipe bombs that he's going to lob at Tony Khan's office. <laughs> he's going to lob them at the United Center. Like, first dance, my ass. Every time. Every time I hear the name Tony Khan now, all I can think of is that, that Eddie Kingston video of him going, Tony Khan! There is a fucking, when I hear his name, I think of this, um, this doctored picture of just him with the, and you can art, it's not a visual medium, but you can just, the big beady eyes. Dinner plate and eyes. And someone, someone uh, photoshopped his head really well uh, into the Al Pacino Scarface style <laughs> of Coke. And I'm like, and I'm serious. And I'm not going to sit back here and take this fucking shit. That's a good Tony Khan. <laughs> if, if How do you keep getting away with this? I don't if know Tony what you Khan want from me. Party, then. <laughs> Nine I, days. I know a couple boys he needs to employ. Yeah. That's true. That's actually true. You yeah. need to just sit there and watch. I mean, I'm not talking about you could, Steve-O and... You could put TDC... Is, you could put TDC... I don't need a job from Tony Khan. Fuck him, man. Holy shit. You could put TDC on Rampage. We'd work for way less than most of those other schmucks and draw the same ratings. Nobody watches that fucking show. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how after the big, the quote-unquote biggest event in wrestling history, no one still watches AEW? Isn't that crazy? Like, <laughs> dude... Uh, Casual col- viewing is yet again dead. Collision, uh, which I was like... I remember talking about this before it even like started, when they said, oh, we're going to have wrestling on Saturday nights. Me and literally everyone else in the world went, I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, so this last week's collision, 
was their lowest rated that they've had. Now, in all fairness, the show's been on for two months and changed, so you right. know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, lowest rated one they had, it was running against a WWE pay-per-view and college football at the same time. And it started with, hey, no more CM Punk. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I just yo. don't know what the purpose of making it Saturday is. Shuffle your shit around. I don't There's, know. Like, it, it is where I'm like, I know that, like, all these big wigs have to... They, they gotta know something that we don't. They can't all be that stupid, right? Maybe they can. I don't fucking see Saturday's yeah. pay-per-view day. Right. Saturday's primetime pay-per-view. Saturday and Sunday are pay-per-view days. Yeah. Collectively. It's been like that for fucking how long? And, like, like Dynamite is doing basically the same numbers every week. And I hate talking about this because it's so fucking nerd shit. But it's like... If it's the top-rated show on a on a night of cable, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. yeah. So like, good. But when people are like, oh, well, it's not growing. I'm like, it's the number one fucking show on the night that it airs. Where does it go? Like, if you're if you're the best, if you are the most watched show on a Wednesday night, you are the number one show on a Wednesday night. Yeah. They want someone to blow. If you're if the, if the number of people that are watching it are the same. But you're still the number one show on a Wednesday night. But the ratings haven't gone up at all. Oh my god! All <laughs> the graphics and it's another thing that I actually think that Meltzer gets right, where he's like, if you just look, like you have the judgment isn't on the number of people; it's on placement. Right. So like SmackDown is drawing huge fucking numbers lately. Yeah. And it's typically like number one show, whatever. It's on a network. It's not on yeah. cable, which is a big fucking difference. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if it's one million or two million, as long as you're in, you know, it's that whole. It's, you're in the green, right? It doesn't matter if you win the Daytona 500 by an inch or a hundred yards. You fucking won the Daytona 500, like right. Collision, on the other hand, is not winning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rampage is not winning. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But they're not a secondary company because 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 they because they. They, no, because they drew the biggest ever in the world. Which is great, and that's awesome. So and they're you, the number one company. No, that's not what <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm I being the internet. I know. I, I, I like the idea that you're just physically embodying the internet. Too, yeah, yeah. Where, where like a, a logical, rational stance just means... like It just bounces off of the, the internet, like bullets on Superman or some shit. Like, I think it's ballsy that they announced they're doing Wembley again next year. No, that's fucking awesome, dude. Because that is like, dope. it's awesome, but I think that's just a ballsy if, move because you either have to match what you just did, or I feel like here's what? the thing: I, I'm one of the biggest uh, um, critics of AEW, mm-hmm. and I uh, openly, but sure, they were very handcuffed during this show because of the amount of injuries and all that stuff and card reshuffling. So right. I have no doubt in my mind that they will exceed this year. Imagine what they can do with a fully healthy roster. Right, exactly. So they said, or Tony had said they did ninety or 80,000 some some odd whatever in attendance. 81,035. 81, I only know that because I saw it a hundred times. 90,000 with like comps in town. Right, yeah. We're in, talking in the paid, facility. Yeah. What does that fucking place hold? Well, it depends on what it's set up for. Because, like, like so if, they if, the bottom is, if the bottom is made up for, to be, like, a soccer field, that's seats that you don't have, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Blah, so, blah. like, they, you saw, like, a screenshot of 
the like the above and yeah. there was empty floor space. Yeah. So compare that to they could the, do, they what, could what, do what the, may, I'm I'm bad at numbers. Uh the Mania Rock in Austin was. Mania Rock Which in one? Austin, mm-hmm. they did it three times. Nineteen would have been the biggest no. The one where, Se- uh, seven, seventeen was around they, seventeen they called it around sixty five thousand. Um, that one was nineteen. That was a, in that like m- er, low mid sixty thousand. And you see the fucking you seen the aerial view of it, and there's right. no fucking floor space. Right. There's no. That's to walk. just the size of that building. Yeah. Okay. Make it like that. You right. can add. Sure. You could what, fill X amount of hundreds of some of those manias. Like the sets have been so big, where I'm like, you guys could have just had a, a nice, cool looking set. You didn't need an entire pirate ship at the end of the fucking venue. <laughs> like, what's very your, cool. What's very your, cool. They needed that for Paul Burchill. Okay. <laughs> oh god. What's Bring your, him back. What's nice Paul Burchill. That's the return we need. Honestly, it really is. Not with him being incest with this. This. You want no, ninety thousand? No, no. I don't, don't need Katie Lee Burchill. Give me a winner. I need Katie Lee Burchill. Just not in that situation. Uh. <laughs> what's your favorite of the modern WrestleMania? Uh, sets because I, 38 I'm partial to. What was 38? 38 was a big star and it had the wrestle okay. and the mania on either side and Cody's entrance it said American and the nightmare. Right, right, right. What, what's With your take right on modern? What, what, so what good. date is the cutoff? I'd say like I guess that's pretty about, subjective but that's like, it. WrestleMania 23. What was 23? 23, uh, 23 was, was Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the one that's seen driving in the fucking Mustang. And I don't know if I can like modern. I like the big pyramid thing in 26. When they were out in, like, Arizona for, like, that was Taker Sean 2 and all that other shit. They yeah. had, like, a big, like, almost Guys, like a, a Mayan or Aztec pyramid. I'm being completely honest with you. I can't remember when I actually sat down and watched a full-ass WrestleMania. I watched them live. The last, the last one yeah. I watched live was probably 23. Wow. 23 or 22. Really? That's yeah. the first one I watched live was like 33. People have to fucking get... Oh, wow. This night this night one, night two bullshit? Go fuck yourself on that, dude. Honestly, dude. Give me like a fucking solid six-hour show. I need, like... Uh, I, I see pros and cons to the two-night thing. Same. Business perspective, I completely get it. Over, from, from like yeah. dollars and cents? Holy shit, man. I fucking get it. Overall, I think I preferred the two nights. You think? I hate for, it. For WrestleMania specifically. Yeah. It makes it a bigger deal. Harder to get on the card. See, that's what I like about the one night is that, it, it, to me, it does feel a little make more your shit. It makes but, your shit special. Yeah. It matters. That's what WrestleMania fucking mattered to me. But I think that, like, they, they will never go back to it. No. They'll never go back to it. Is that a thing that they lucked into with the pandemic? I am a thousand percent certain of it. I have no doubt in my mind that it was going to be one night for WrestleMania 36. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they, like, like stumbled their way into... Failing upwards. In they would have probably made it one night still if, like, pandemic didn't happen, and but just bumped up the hours. It would have been... But that was that was getting to be a problem. Like, that was, some, yeah. some, of, some of those one-night manias were right before the, the pandemic eight. were... Were uh, eight hours lengthy, like, and like I, like, for me, I need my pay per views to. It, it it depends on what I'm watching. Where I'm like, okay, like yes, AEW pay per views are long, but they don't do as many. So I'm like, okay, I get it. 
if you were going to do a monthly pay-per-view and everyone is three and a half fucking four hours long, I can't watch that. I'm sorry. I just, no matter how good it is, right? Like, those, anytime that we do those super showdowns or any, any of those, I'm like, holy fuck, this is just... Which, but I get from a business perspective. Cause remember, I'm like, right. You guys when, are getting paid a, a, a cubic acre of money. Remember <laughs> like, when Fed was doing fucking SmackDown Raw pay-per-views? I actually liked that. That was cool, but like, for a while it was over, overkill. Because there was right. a pay-per-view, it seemed like every nine fucking days. Yeah, two pay-per-views, three pay-per-views if a month. Do, with these I like three pay-per-views a month. I like the setup where it was, on this month we do a Raw pay-per-view. Next month we do a SmackDown pay per view, and then every like three months you have one of your big four. Right. And I was like, that's cool because guess what? That gives you two months of TV to build to your brand exclusive pay per view. Right. I also liked their, do that. <laughs> um, the NXT doing Saturdays, and then the right. main main uh, roster stuff doing Sundays. I that liked was that cool. too. That was because yeah. I yeah. got to go to one of those, and that was fucking awesome. I went to night. Uh, the Saturday it was an NXT takeover Chicago. Yeah, and then the next day it was like Money in the Bank. Gotcha. Uh, All right, call the Mark for that. Hey, Fuck. do you know what the theme song was for the NXT takeover Chicago? <laughs> You're gonna tell me I'm be mad that I don't remember. Y- your old theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's why you picked it. You told me. <laughs> <laughs> Even I knew this. I yeah, throne. Remember? God, oh, was it throne? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was. No shit. Yeah, hey, if also, hey, it was. It thousand percent was. If that's wrong, you're the one who told me that. So, <laughs> yeah, I was probably drunk. So the opening <laughs> match, on, the opening match on this SummerSlam, though. So it's Becky versus Natty. Oh. Um, I I was already kind of checked out on this um, big time. Is I, it? A, a few notes that I had though. Heel heel Becky never works. Never. They just they they don't need to try this. Look at this. This is hell out of order then. What are you looking at? The Wikipedia? Yeah. Well, the first are pre-show matches. The yeah. first three. When it says Oh, P. those were pre-show matches? Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Learned yeah. something new today. That's why they're asking me to donate 15 fucking wholesome dollars to <laughs> Wikipedia. Who am I donating to? Sean in North Carolina? Not a <laughs> chance, Sean. Um, so I was very not excited for this, but, this, but maybe because of that, mm-hmm. or maybe, I don't know, this match... Was uh, pretty damn good. It won me over. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. They worked really damn hard, and they did some slick shit, and yep. the right person won. Yep. So, quick question, because I made a note of it: Is Natty the female equivalent of Adolf Ziggler? In that, hear me out. This is this is what I'm saying here. In ring, bell to bell. I do not think that Natalia is bad. I have not thought this. However, mm-hmm. she has been there for so long and has been booked into oblivion. Over. Over and over again to where now I'm like, if she started having eight-second squash matches for a year and a half to build towards her having a title match, I know she's going to lose. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, I feel like that she is the, the women's equivalent. Agree, disagree? In that regard, yes. I'll agree with that. But there's a lot... And I love Natty. There's a lot more that Dolph Ziggler brings to the table. I for me, he ain't the boat, dude. He hasn't been given Stop. a farting gimmick that I forgot about until it was brought up on this show. <laughs> That's actually true. That is, I, I wish sometimes I wish I could remember what episodes certain things get brought up because that might have been an all timer of just what the fuck did you just say? 
It was the first episode of WCW, if I remember correctly, because it oh, was wow. when we had Dakota on. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dakota was nice. Nitro. Nitro. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. I think that's what, what, what it was. It was an episode of WCW. It was WCW something. I know that for, for a fact, because yeah. we were watching it on the way to your house. Okay. Because Dakota was still finishing it. Um, also, this is in Natty's... Not hometown, but like home country. Yeah. Canada. Canada? Be- yeah. My note here says Becky is favored even in Canada. Yeah. Which uh, I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Hot take. Becky Lynch don't do it for me, dude. I think she's great at brawling. That's fine. Is she female Stone Cold? Nope. She's okay. Trying, she keeps trying to do moves. Yeah. Like them. Uh, I just what did I watch the other day? What was that? Payback. Yeah. Uh, they call her rock bottom something now. Manhandle slam. Hate it. Yeah, I think. I don't love. I don't hate that. Like, I just wish it was a different move. I like the name. I like the name. I, I just was don't fine. like that it's just a rock bottom. I was fine with the Bexploder. Yeah, that's just a yeah. pun. Other than that, um, uh, let's I see. don't know. The, okay, at one point, Natty does a sharpshooter on the middle buckle. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yep. I was fairly well into this match before I realized it's a submission match. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I missed it somehow. I was like, wait, what? Did Becky go over with the fucking deal? The arm bar thing, yeah. Disarm her? Yes. They Which have is... to break it down because when they say it fast, it, it's not funny. Right. Disarm her! Disarm her! Disarm her! I'm like, guys, the, the, the bit is her ripping her I, I wasn't also fully clear on why there were no rope breaks. Or DQs. Was, That's just the that thing just that they do, that they... I guess. Because I remember the submission match between uh, John Cena and Big Show. They make mm-hmm. it a point to point out to the audience that there yeah. are no rope breaks. Like, Big Show is literally grabbing the rope and pointing to it. And the ref is like, no, landing a plane. Okay, okay. So I guess That's like just a the thing that, that they, they do. do. I, I guess submission matches... What was that, that match? What year would that have been? Oh, God. That would have been like 2011? Something like that. So um, Big Show's not winning, th- right? No, at Big, that point, like he's, he's on the list of fifteen most <laughs> losses ever, I believe. Uh, but Miz, uh, Miz yeah, has yeah, to be climbing yeah, that. Yeah. Um, maybe. Uh, crowd was up for this too, so I like yeah. this. Um, the next thing I have here is a Trish Stratus promo. It was fine. Yeah, this was this was a very scripted. I yeah, it was okay. Um. Is Trish a good promo? Can be. You think Trish. so? Okay. I think that she can I don't, be. I don't if know. She gave a shit. Heel Trish is so much better. Yeah, yeah, face Trish is not good. Right. Only time face Trish was ever good, to my knowledge, was 06. Right, before, was right before she headed out? Uh, no, the, like leading up to that match with yeah. her and Lita in Toronto. Yeah. Where she wins the Women's Championship. Very good. That, was, that match is great. That match um, is fucking badass. I, I did have a note, too, in this... Uh, about the promo where I'm like, oh, the build for this match that she's having on the show with Charlotte is very similar to the story that she's doing currently with Becky Lynch. The yeah. roles are a bit reversed, yeah, but it's yeah. very, very similar. I can see that. Um, oh, man, this next thing. I don't know how I forgot this happened. But I, I was this. so confused. I'll and never, I, I'll I never forget. I loved every bit of it. So this, this build for this match is so weird. Because it's, it's an excellent, fuck. it's an excellent build for Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's not what we're getting. 
But then we get the rare double pivot, where it looks like we're going to pivot from, oh, we're building towards Dolph versus Sean, to, oh, we're pivoting to Dolph versus Miz. Right. But guess what? Another pivot. Right. <laughs> Hot pivot on pivot action. Now, somehow, Miz, the fiery babyface, has just connived his way out of a match. Correct. In order to feed Dolph to Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're talking about this bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I only have two notes on this match because I wrote it, and I wrote these down uh-huh. before anything had even started. Dolph Ziggler's uh-huh. coming out, and I wrote down, this match rules, and the post-match is even better. See, I didn't have any recollection of any of this. Because I, I this fucking so loved this. Good. I remember I watching this big. live, and we were all like, do it again! Yeah. Do it again! Come on, say some shit! Because <laughs> what do they do? He speared him fucking, like, what, six No, times? it's it's Bell Rings! Big Bill takes maybe a step or two to- towards Dolph, and he super kicks him right in the fucking temple. Yeah. One kick out. Yeah. Another super kick somehow. Yeah. Um, that and was definitely in the chest. Him. Yeah. The, the uh, second one was way... What was the runtime on this? Do you guys got that? I do not have that. Um, also, I did write down, as before the match even started... How is Miz the face, but is also still a coward? <laughs> hey, he doesn't betray his character. That's okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, match starts. Big fucking super kick. Then there's another one that's not quite as good. Uh, what is it? One minute fifty. It it's not even, not even two minutes. Right. Um, but. Still longer than uh, Goldberg Brock right? <laughs> at which, Survivor Series Which, by my math, means Ziggler greater than Lesnar. Uh, well, <laughs> their, match at, their match at Mania 33 was longer, though. That's true. Um, um, anyway, so then Ziggler's on the mic. Mm-hmm. Hey, anyone can get lucky once. Anyone can hit one move on me. You didn't prove anything. So then Goldberg comes back. Uh-huh. Music too, right? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay, okay. He comes back down the ramp. Uh huh. Um, spears Dolph Ziggler again out of his shoes. Uh huh. Um, and Dolph Ziggler is taking these better than you're imagining uh-huh. because he would. Yeah. And then Dolph Ziggler is still in the ring. Does he pin selling. him a second time? No. Or, okay, th- I, that's what I thought. Yeah, he just leaves. Just selling. Yeah. And he motions, and he grabs a microphone again, and he yes. says, anyone can get lucky twice. <laughs> this was, I wrote this down. At that point, I laughed very hard. <laughs> this was so good. Yeah. Goldberg's music hits, uh-huh. and he comes back out. <laughs> he gets him up, and they do the Undertaker-Jeff Hardy ladder match spot, where he's right. like, yeah, you're all right, you're all right. right. But instead... Goldberg just hits the ropes and spears him a third time. Yep. And then celebrates. And then leaves. This amazing. Fucking ruled. This is the shit that they should have just been doing with Goldberg. Why not? Like, it doesn't have to always be Dolph, obviously, but you just need somebody who's being a dick smack and somehow, some way, we're gonna feed you the big bill and just just die. Just die a miserable death at the hands of this man. Big Bill. Imagine if... Oh, man. Imagine if Big Bill versus Big Bill. Imagine if Miz... <laughs> imagine if Miz comes out, and he sees Dolph Ziggler, like, he swindled his way out of this mm-hmm. match. He sees Dolph Ziggler against uh, Goldberg, and, like, he sees him suffering, and he gets speared three times. He gets in, he points and laughs. 
Yeah. Goldberg comes out and just looks at the Miz and is like, "What? You're next, right? Because you were just an asshole to that guy, yeah." And then he leaves. Next pay per view, same thing. Yeah. Like, well, why not? <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed it. Next up, we have AJ versus Ricochet. Something that I did not remember again. I remembered it once Ricochet came out. Okay. Because I remember this gear. Uh, for the U.S. title, I remember one thing about the live experience watching this. Mm. Because I think it was Wolf or somebody pointed out, they're like, oh wow, this is a match of guys that Tom has had matches with. And my response was, no, no, I got to wrestle these two. They had to wrestle me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, the build for this really, I, I wrote this down, was solely to do crazy styles clashes. Yeah. The Which video I'm okay package, with. Yeah, I, absolutely. The video package shows him hitting two different avalanche styles clashes. One facing into the ring, one facing out. I've done the one facing in. Or was that the finish to this match? No. The finish to this one is, is wild, uh, but not that. Um, mm. The one facing out, like what I would call the imploding... Styles clash off the buckles is absolutely ridiculous to me. Because yeah. you have to jump backwards while delivering that move. That's insane. Oh, yeah, I now I remember I thought, the finish. I thought you were talking about... Like, no, like we're the, the, the person taking it flipping. No. That's that's a different thing. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I... I was... I ended up really enjoying this. Yeah. There were little things about it I didn't quite care for, but it ultimately ended up being good. Yeah. That's um, fair. Ricochet hitting a one-legged springboard clothesline. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm four. Yeah. I love that. The walk-off of Gallows and Anderson into the Rana on the floor. Amazing. Dope. Super fucking cool. Um, there's an Anaconda Vice somewhere in here. Yeah, Ricochet does it. Seemed weird. Which is weird, because he doesn't do submissions, but... I also realized that we never got Punk and AJ in the Fed at the same time. That sucks. Hey. Yeah. That might have been good. Could happen. Hey. <laughs> yeah, right? Could happen now. Um, what? Oh, what do you, do you think that's possible? The sheets the, are talking, man. What, that Punk goes back to the Fed? Yeah. I think I'll be on the fucking moon before he's going to be back on Monday. <laughs> See, that's kind of where I'm at, too, but, like... The sheets are talking, bro. The sheets are always talking, bro. That's their fucking job. The like, sheets are long. You're not... If you're <laughs> telling me that CM Punk is not in bed with Paul Levesque, you're, you're lying to me, bro. <laughs> is this your Vince Russo? <laughs> uh, Vince Russo, who announced that he's doing a podcast with... Um, uh, God damn it, Stevie Ray. Why? Is this his black and, and, and white bit? It's literally called black and white, and they're going to talk about racial issues, and I'm like, nobody needs this, and if they do, it ain't from YouTube. It's Stevie... This is, I, I heard a bit of it. He's like, it's Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat. Yeah. I'm like, this it's, is it's a... It's going to be called black and white, bro. Th- this is an express ticket to cancel town. <laughs> like, Brother, you can't, if you can't get there any faster. it be him. It's... Stevie, hey, I'm kind of done it. with this wrestling business, bro. Can I get canceled? <laughs> I have an idea. I don't know if that's how Stevie Ray's. <laughs> no, it ain't. Oh, no. <laughs> but fucking okay. So this match, I I actually did end up enjoying this. I thought it was good. The finish 
What a weird... I am still stuck on that podcast. <laughs> what? You, you seem visually rattled by that. It's such a... It sounds like you're making it up. I, I, I wish I could come up with material that good. No, this is unfortunately the reality that we're in. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what that show needs? Disco Inferno. Yes. No. Let's make it even worse. Let's get... No, let's get Vince Russo and Stevie Ray to solve racism... And let's get Disco Inferno and, oh, let's say AOC to solve gender issues. And let's put all four of them on a recorded medium and just... What would you call it? Hell. (laughs) (laughs) The sounds of wailing anguish. Oh, my God. Brought to you live. The finish of this match. What it is is uh, Ricky goes for a Phoenix Splash and AJ catches him. In essence, short-range power bombs him. I think he was trying to catch him, but just yeah. kind of bump, and then hits him with the Styles Clash. Hell yeah! It's it's quite. It's cool. not the best Styles Clash that they've gotten together because, to me, for me, yeah. it's the Gord Buster onto the ropes bounce back. Oh, that shit was amazing, Styles. Yeah. Dude, clash. I remember a tweet that came out after that, and it was someone's like, "Yeah, everybody and their fucking brother is going to be trying to do this on the indie circuit." Yeah, that's very true. Um, I don't. I didn't see any clips. Not that Dude, I remember. I took, I took that, uh, what's it called, gimmick this past weekend, Zawa. And I closed my, I, the first time ever, I closed my eyes when I'm in the suplex position for no reason. I saw a clip yesterday, maybe, of AJ randomly hitting Matt Riddle with a burning hammer. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Why did that happen? Why not? And then just hits the burning hammer, doesn't go for a pin. Styles Clash, and he's super pinned. And I was like, I don't understand a goddamn bit of this. Well, do you Tom, remember when you had that match finish? with Connor and the finish was Muscle Buster into Styles Clash? Yeah, but that's, you know, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know. Stupid. <laughs> it was dumb then and it's dumb now. That's um, the ultra burn. Uh, <laughs> yes. Street Profits promo after this. They're the NXT Tag Champs. And then Flair is there. Mm-hmm. And my, my only note on this just says, this was weird. I liked this. I don't know. There was something weirdly charming about it. I didn't dislike it. It just oh, seemed... It is oh. weird. I I will fucking always go on this boat. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're fucking roommates with one of them. I don't like the Street Profits. I didn't realize they'd been there for so long, even though this is... "Quote unquote," only four years ago. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, I feel like those guys just got on TV last year." No, they were in NXT for a while. Do you remember that fucking yeah during the pandemic thing where they were feuding with the Viking Raiders and somebody got thrown into a dumpster that had like a Godzilla in it? Oh my god! No, what the fuck? It was. It's one of the most bizarre things that is that like Extreme Rules or no, no, no? No, this was on Raw. This was on Raw. Yes. Oh, we're gonna have to see it's this one time. of the weirdest. Like I thought, this was on a. On it's a it's one of the most fantastically weird things they've ever done. They huck some fat fuck into a dumpster, and then there's like a, and then you look, and there's like an, a crocodile tail waving around at the top of the dumpster, and it's implied that that man was eaten. That exists. That monster exists. My life is nothing that I thought it would be and everything I feared it would be because Monday Night Raw made me think for 50 seconds that monsters live on the world. We're going to have those... Ah, why is this <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're going to have to see. That's real! That lives on Earth with us! That just ate a Viking! <laughs> why don't you tell me why Godzilla ate Hansen? Oh, man, there's... <laughs> There's a. There's Any a new, with the Jesse on that? There's a new Godzilla movie from Japan coming mm-hmm. out in a few months, and I've watched the trailer fifty times. It looks fucking great. I see this parody poster for uh, Popeye, the live action movie. Oh no, that's not good. I hope it's not real. I hope it is. There already is a Popeye live action movie. No, like they're doing it again. So the they way didn't the poster the is, time? is 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 back is to this, and yeah. I think it's like. The sea, uh-huh. and it's just huge, like forearms. His tumorous forearms. And I can't remember the quote at the top. It says, "I am what I am." It's like all men can be something. Yeah. And it's like something super cryptic. Oh my god! No. I'm gonna have to find this. And it was and, backlash. It was a pay per view. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you Google when did a Godzilla eat a Viking Raider? It was, yeah, I, well, I googled uh, Street Profits, Vikings, Raiders, Godzilla, WWE. <laughs> I just got all the keywords. Oh, here's the... I knew it was a pay-per-view because I watched it, and I don't watch weekly television. The, the I think that, like, because that time period, everything looked so much the same That's that I just very bought fair, it. Was, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the art in a minute. <laughs> it's oh, so no. funny. You know what else is on Backlash, stand. by the way? Mm. The greatest wrestling match ever. Oh my god. Popeye has a tram stamp, guys. Stop. It says all men are fuck are you saying? All men are created equal. Then a few become. Become what? I don't know. Show me this. (laughs) I hope this is not real. I refuse to believe that's real. (laughs) That can't that can't. What if it said starring William H. Macy? (laughs) I will mount a wheeled excursion to Hollywood armed with rockets. Who would you cast as Popeye? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Daniel Craig. Liam Neeson. Okay. See, I was thinking Liam Neeson, not even gonna lie. <laughs> oh, there's... Nicholas Cage. Oh, I oh now I I'm in. in. There's you a link. son of a bitch. There's a link, and I just clicked it, and I tried to zoom in on the face they got going on this, and I don't know who the fuck this is, but holy shit. It was Robin Williams in the old one. This looks like Robin Williams if you look close enough. What? That's not a real person. That's that fine. It's a, a CGI gimmick, but like... Right, then that's why a cartoon we... and a half. Then what are you... Yeah, oh, then Andy Serkis. Oh, okay. It's going to be mocap. Yeah, Let's sure. Get why, Andy not? Yeah. why not get the best? Uh, next match, Ember Moon versus Bailey. I was like, oh, I don't remember this at all. I was... I don't remember Ember Moon being on the main roster. Very, very, very briefly. She was okay. very injury prone at this point. Mm. I don't remember caring about this version of Bailey. I <laughs> literally wrote down Babyface Bailey was so lame. Yeah. I was never on board with Babyface Bailey. Not really. She had matches still- that I really fucking loved. She yeah. had great matches. That one uh, NXT takeover with her and Sasha, like the thirty minute thing, this is, side pony. is is amazing. The side pony Bailey still right? Yeah, wacky yeah. waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Oh, uh, not for it. I mean, that would be the only like selling point. You make merch money off that shit. Sure. But like to me, that character just had a shelf life. Yeah, that now was real it, short. now it's Izzy. Yeah, um, I was on shows with Ember Moon way back in the day when she was just Athena, and now she is Athena again. In she is currently actually like. Crushing it. Mm. It's sad that it's in Ring of Honor. Good close. Nobody watches it. 
But <laughs> yeah. she is killing it. I watch Ring of Honor. Burner watches Ring of Honor. Uh, she's hanging out with your close personal friend, Billy. Billy Starks? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. She's min... Uh, they call... Uh, Ember gave her a shirt. Yeah. It's like million, like, uh, minion 4,188 <laughs> and three quarters or some shit. Amazing. Um, I will say, I did like this match. When it got to the yeah. end, I was like, that was a damn good match. The crowd was very quiet. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I ended up digging it. Uh, again, another thing that I don't remember happening coming up next. What, the Roman Reigns commercial, or... This, there was a commercial? This, yeah, there was some commercial for Roman Reigns, but I don't know. Um, uh, KO versus Shano. Yeah. I vaguely remember this. First the, of all, I have no memory of this. The video package. Video package is real This good. build and video package was awesome. Yeah. Here's the thing. The reason I'm so on board... Because I don't know how I felt about it at the time, like, watching this. I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm. Like... I've never really hated Shane McMahon in ring until like very very recently. Oh, oh wow, okay. Because um, he had his place or whatever. Yeah. This is when I started to be like, all right, my man, you're getting offense in. Right. What are we doing? Right. But when I realized to myself, oh, this is Kevin Owens' ode to Austin. It's to me, it's unbelievably very similar. It's a very PG era Austin McMahon. And I'm like, okay, my ships are all the way forward. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm Retrospectively, with you. I put I put my, my chips all the way in. The Elias being involved was odd, but I guess you gotta just have somebody. Yeah. You know? Um That's one thing I did appreciate about this version of Shane though, is that like if he won, it was never by himself. Right, yeah. No. Because he's not a wrestler. Correct. Um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this. I only have a few notes. It just says, simple storytelling, done very well. Yeah. And, like, I've always been a big fan of Kevin Owens, or Kevin Steen, even back then. You yeah, know? But, like, big time. It's it's wild to me that, like, a guy who, I, I would argue, is the most, like, anti-WWE-style wrestler yeah. ever, if, if has had the success that he's had. If you told Vince, build from the ground up the wrestler you would never sign... It's probably him. Right. Yeah. I remember when he got signed, I was shocked. And then I was like, oh, he's going to be very successful in NXT. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit, his call-up was him versus Cena. Yeah. I was like, yeah, when he was NXT champ. Yeah. And I was like, no, holy was fuck, because he was good. moving so much merch, they were like, we got to get this guy on TV. I love it. Yeah. Crazy. And look at the fucking career he has had. Unbelievable. Yep. Dude, career so good that people forget he was Universal Champion for like nine months. Right. Yeah. The big red belt. Yeah. And then he lost it to Goldberg in 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, this was fine. Um, then uh, there was a video package about people trying to murder Roman. I remember this. I was actually watching SmackDown mm-hmm. weekly for like around this time. Because I was like, oh my god, Buddy Murphy's on the main roster now? Right. Because he was just on 205 Live, and I loved him. Um, and I do remember that this angle with who tried to kill Roman Reigns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that leading to Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns on SmackDown. 
the one with the spear. The of spear all time of all spears, for me. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I thought this was gonna lead to like a match, and it didn't. Yeah, it was just a video package for no reason. Um. Because it, it was Rowan who... It was revealed that Rowan was the one who pushed the stuff onto him. Yeah, which, by the way, is... It's shot hilariously. Yeah, it really is. And I'm like... It's one of those things where I was like... I know that like what we're, like what this product, what the WWE product is, is not reality-based. Right. Like, at all. But that was one of those things where as soon as I see this one shot of Rowan just being like, Hey! Walking towards an interviewer and this one angle of a camera, I was like, Why is that camera there? Like, it was so fucking... I don't know. It was... I love it. It made me laugh, but, like, in the sense where I was like, how the fuck is there ever any mystery about anything? Right. Like, I I, I don't know. It was... It was I, I see what you're saying. But I did appreciate, though, that they had Roman... Or, uh, uh, Buddy Murphy was in the hallway. Right. And, like, he's in the Got background, it. just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. Not really paying attention to... to What's going I also on? just love that the lighting rig that fell on Roman seemingly served no purpose other than right. to be pushed onto people. <laughs> uh, Roman got caught in the human squisher. <laughs> Why do we even have that human? Why do we even have the real bat? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. After this, uh, Charlotte versus Trish. Um, yes. So, despite. <clears throat> My best efforts. Yeah. I liked this match a damn lot. I, I have a few notes, but my last note on the match says overall this was very good. I hate Charlotte very badly. I'm so tired of seeing her. Yeah. Um, but this match fucking ruled. Trish, as a character, has evolved more than Charlotte has. And I'm talking from 2019 to now. And yeah. Trish has been gone for multiple years. Yeah. Like, I think that's something with me with wrestling. Like, the, the people that I, like, get tired of or that I sour on is I'm like, are you adapting? Are you changing? Are you evolving? Like, anything, right? And I'm like, Charlotte has only ever been Charlotte. Seth Rollins has reinvented himself twice since then. He, he went from, si- yeah, since from 20, fiery yeah. baby face here uh-huh. to the Messiah uh-huh. to... The Joker. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, I would say, yeah. Like, it, it, like even Seamus. Yeah. Seamus, at bare minimum, has changed up his look several times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. You know? I don't know. Um, there's a long heat in this match, though. Big time. Is this still um, that fucking doofy ring announcer? Why do you hate Greg Hamilton so yeah. badly? From the Queen City, Charlotte <laughs> That guy fucking sucks. He deserved to get fired. You're, you're, get vaccinated, you're brain, fucking weird. Brain Wait, is that why he got shit canned? I'm pretty sure. Oh. You're brain dead. I don't think that's why he got fired, by the way. Because I remember being upset. I tweet dumb shit. That sounds awesome. Greg Hamilton. Please tell me he's one of those fucking anti-vax weirdos living in a fucking... It wouldn't surprise me. He probably sucks Nia Jax's toes. I'm just laughing at the very quiet. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, this, this match won me over big time. Um, Trish getting the figure four. My note here, 
because they the it was like the um, wheelbarrow tuck mm-hmm. pin. What do you call that? Quesador. Thank you. That. And, yeah. And she got into because it was roll through instead of going for the straight pin. Into it was the figure straight four. into the. It was I, unreasonably I it slick. Yeah, I, I wrote that down as well. Very unreasonably good. slick. We got to remember to steal that. Um, yeah. Let's see. After this, Orton versus Kofi. And I yes, was like, oh, I remember. Wait. I kind of remember this. Yeah, I remember because they did the stupid, 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 stupid thing. Stupid. The shot in the it's in the video package of like an uh, it was an interview backstage or whatever and mm. it's just Orton talking about this and there's a shot from that interview of him just going smiling to himself mm. and going stupid 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 I, remember, I love it uh, Coy who was here for this I remember uh, that asking at what point did Orton's promos just become him being Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to take all six of your injuries and, I don't know, you know what I mean? <laughs> wear them on my hand. <laughs> wear, them, yeah. wear them on my hand uh, and hit you with the three most destructive letters in WWE. I've never liked that line, by the way. Really? You're not hitting someone with letters. Okay. It's not... That makes all it right, sound like... I, I get it, but... I'm I'm so, oh! oh. <laughs> Flags right over like, your head. Um... I, I like, by the way, that they rip, that they bring up the Ali factor. Yeah. Where Orton says, if I hadn't injured Ali, you wouldn't have gotten this opportunity. And I'm like, man. Oh, I wrote down, what if? Yeah. What a world we'd be living Imagine in. Ali as WWE champion. I'm pretty fucking positive that was the plan. That was slotted, yeah. And then he got hurt, and Kofi got super red hot, and... They were like, well, we're a month and a half out for me. Uh, like, You know what's super cool still? Like that Kofi and then it was Big E. Yeah. Are we going to get Xavier Woods? N- not in my mind. No? I think that ship has already sailed. Yeah. yeah. He's upper, what, third? Most of the time he's not even on TV now. Like, Yeah. But um, I, okay, I have this thing that I, I made a note of and I want to talk about it and then we can get into this match. Who is the worst booked world champion? Because my two front runners are Kofi and Ray. Yeah. And I, I hate saying that. I'm not happy about that on either front. Right. But I mine, see what you're saying. Mine are pretty close. I will agree with Ray. Yeah. Uh, Big E was real bad. Yeah. It should have been a lot better. They, I, yeah. They fucking... They knew what they had. Uh... They didn't give a shit about what they had. He lost a lot of matches. And yeah, like ate the pin even as WWE champion. As champ, yeah. And it was fucked. And guess what? We're not gonna get that. We're not ever gonna get that back. No, we're not. And like, I okay. This is gonna sound weird. Maybe this is not been champ before Kofi. I, I agree. I might say Jack Swagger's on my list too. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that he should have been champ in the first place, but like once you get there. Do something with him. Christian. Christian's a great, like... It's so hard to say that because of how good that story and those series of matches were, but, like... Th- like... Five days. Right. <laughs> and two-time world champion never had a pin or a submission to get it. Yeah. Won it in the ladder match and then won it by DQ. Yeah. Like, and I get it, we're going for heel heat with him, but, like... I don't know. Eh, I mean, that that... 
story and those like you said that whole thing is great but fuck man like I, <laughs> I would put Ziggler in there mm-hmm. but at the time uh, of him being world champion he was getting wins off of shock value yeah. and right. also like when he well, when he had the cash in weird when he had the cash in win that was over as fuck he got like immediately hurt yeah and didn't do anything for several he had weeks a concussion. yeah he didn't do anything yeah. for like four or five weeks and then just lost yeah. So, like, he's got to be on the fucking list. Like, it's wild, by the way, we've got, like, at least five or six people within the last 90 seconds of horribly booked world champions. Would yeah. you say, um, would you say The Miz? I would not. No. Well, okay, wait, uh. I take this back. If he hadn't had that second run, yeah. if he hadn't had that second run, I would not say The Miz. But that second run during like the pandemic stuff with Bob Lash, that was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I don't even remember Miz being champ during He pandemic. beat Otis for the briefcase because Tucker turned heel on Otis. And then guess and then what? Then... That was never resolved. Right. That's it. Tucker and Otis never even gone. had a match. And then Tucker Tucker's got just gone. Yeah. Was he a pandemic fireman? Yeah. Probably. No shit. Because we were just talking about this at work the other yeah. day. Uh, Mace's biggest fan. Oh my god, yeah. Somehow Mace, Massey, outlasted Tucker. Massey and Man- <laughs> Mansois are still employed. And and Tucker, a big fucking dude. Yeah. They what found else? work for okay. fucking Kozlov for so long, but they couldn't do something with greasy ass Tucker. They split up that fucking team, had Tucker turn heel, did not do a feud or even a match between the two, and then just fired Tucker. That never works ever. Can we go back and look at that? It never worked with Crime Time. It never worked with Caden Murdoch. It worked with... Okay. It worked with Caden Murdoch for a bit. They broke them up? Yeah. I don't remember that. He went with um, Jericho. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then he passed away. That's oh, and then and Murdoch, the Murdoch got a shit fucking theme out of it. Oh, my... How do you remember I was born in one band. I was misunderstood. He's the one that has the encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling themes. Stay in the big man shoes. I don't know how much you would. I actually don't know the words of that, but I think those are it. Dude, how, how, you can't. There, you gotta there's stop. something <laughs> intrinsically wrong with your mind that you can, <laughs> that you can remember. Bring, bring that like, Trevor Murdoch had a second theme and the words to it. But also, I think you there don't was, know what day it is. There's also. Uh, I'm going to call back. I was just listening to one of the pods. Uh, you guys did not know the correct beat to the OG uh, debut Cody Rhodes theme, and I was kind of upset about it. Why? No, I remember this. It was just a fucking one guitar, like, little, a mini riff. Yeah, you don't, you don't remember the fucking bam, 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 the fucking, the <laughs> single fucking, dude, Tom's face right there was unbelievable. I <laughs> I was in the shower and I stopped the podcast and I go, you gotta be fucking kidding me. What is happening right now? <laughs> Am I awake right now? Because I, I remember you guys... You, it was light out when we you, started you this fucking, You fucking... You robbed up that he's like, Tom, you didn't like the legacy theme. And then he fucking doubled down. He was like, oh, I did like the legacy theme. I remember him did saying he did not like the legacy theme. Didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's bitch. undeniably amazing. Okay, so this match, though, it's a new Orton and Kofi, 
I, I remember like the finish things. of this when it started. I was like, God fucking damn it, I remember this stupid fucking finish. It ruins the match. It really The does. match itself, I think, is just fine. I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't even go so far as to say good. That's and fair. you know what I fucking hate? Knowing the finish, I'm like, you guys are on fucking autopilot because you know this is a dumb fuck finish, so why put in any fucking effort to the match? The finish is so stupid. And you know they know. Yeah. And Orton is a guy that we all know if he ain't motivated, brother, he's putting cruise control on five miles below the fucking limit. Like, yeah. I, it, yeah. There's, there's not really much to talk about with this match, honestly, outside of just, like, the fucking the finish. And I wrote down, it's an awful finish. And they, it, it goes so long. Champ. It goes so long. Yeah, there's a bullshit chant, and then they do shit afterwards to try to, like, salvage it, where uh, Kofi eventually gets the trouble in paradise. Yeah. But it the crowd d- doesn't care. And, like, I... They were betrayed. <laughs> I like Kofi Kingston just as much as the next guy. Yeah. I It's not possible for me to buy him as pissed off, like, coming to kill type of wrestler. I don't like, see I, him I as a guy that knows how to get mad. You'd have to do a slow build to, towards that specific angle. Maybe. Maybe. And even then, I'm, I'm, I just don't think that I would buy it. Give me yeah. that. I, I buy him kicking somebody. I buy him winning a match. I don't buy, oh shit, here comes Kofi Kingston. I'm, right. I just, I like, don't know. Are you talking about like, like evil variant? No, not even evil variant, but it's like, what is it, Orton mouths off to his family or something? I don't, I don't, I don't think even I know saw what it is that Orton does. He just kind of looks at Kofi's kids for a little bit. Right. Orton <laughs> is honestly just kind of standing there. Dude, he, and he, really he is. Menacing. We're just putting it over that Kofi has snapped, and I'm like, I don't buy this. You haven't snapped in your life. <laughs> like, everyone knows you're the give nicest me, person of all time. Give like, me, like, with actual results... The the Cena Kane rise above hate build, but give me that with Kofi. But actual like at the end he fucking maybe you know what I'm saying. It would have to like, take, it would it would be something. It'd be like, a fucking I agree with minute you. before yeah. I believe it. It would have to be a slow build thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking believe it. Oh, next week Kofi got low blowed by Big E, and I guarantee he's on the back. Oh man, I'm sorry. I was standing there when you fucking hit me in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what? My next notice, Tom. What's that? Here we go. Here we go. Because this is the reason I picked this show. Uh, due to the recent passing, tragically, of one Bray Wyatt, yep. only 36. I didn't realize how young he was. Me neither. That um, that was, um, this happened in like weeks. It was, well, a week, actually. Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt were only like two days apart. Um, what was it? Um, a couple months before. Uh, coworker keeps bringing me this shit news during the day. I'm like, don't do this to me during the fucking day. Because the first one he did to me was Sheik. And I really got fucking right. pissed. And I remembered how much I hate Sun Chips because Sheik hates Sun Chips. <laughs> 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 and, and then he goes, yo, Terry Funk down. I go, and I was just talking to um, Jim, Dreamwave mm. guy, yeah. about buying some stuff. And I, I was going to buy a Terry Funk auto from him. Yeah. And I didn't. And now I wish I, I would have. Yeah. Because I, I'm a big fan of Terry Funk. One of my favorite matches is uh, Terry Funk and uh, Mick Foley versus... Or no, it's Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer versus Mick Foley and Edge. That match is fucking awesome. Fucking Terry is getting the fucking boots put to him by Mick. And he goes, ow, my eye, Mick. Yeah. And they take him to the back. And then he it's comes out with a fucking... Was it a flaming, flaming barbed wire two by four? Yeah. What show is this? Uh, when I stand two. 
It's the second one night stand. Yeah. yeah. This is on WWE television. Terry Funk sets Mick Foley on fire his, again. What <laughs> for me, it was like, is is Terry's is fucking stuff? My eye and his hand My eye! My eye, Mick! I think he was a son of a bitch. Yeah. In fuck my eye comes back fucking taped to the fucking nine. He looks like an actual mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Waving a Fucking flame. you see him coming oh, through the crowd like awesome. this, Braden, with the fucking flaming two by four. And you're like, there's no fucking way I'm like, that's a fan. And then it's just Terry taped the fuck. Anyway, so this guy's been just bringing me bad news by bad news. And he fucking tells me, he goes, yo, dude, Bray Wyatt died. And I go, why the fuck are you giving me fake fucking, like, dirt sheet news? Like, yeah. this is so fucking bullshit. Like, that's not even funny. Yeah. And then our fucking break it, and yeah. my fucking phone is flooded. Yeah. And I'm, I'm floored, dude. And these people that are, like, saying, like, Oh, it doesn't affect you. you didn't know. That's not fucking true. Yeah, I don't agree that's with that at all. That's fucking stupid. That's also just cold. Right. Like, like right. that's fucking dumb. I can be pretty cold, but not that cold. Like, we've been... I, I would say we've been critical but fair on Bray Wyatt on this show. All of my complaints were of the character. The ca- yeah, the character. Right. Not the person. Right, right. Like, I never... like. He's never been involved in any real controversy. You know what I mean? Ever. It's clean. like Clean. Clean yeah. dude. Everyone's only ever talked well with and him. And you always hear the good... Like, the stories about him. I mean, before he passed, was he's a good fucking dude. Right. He's a fucking normal-ass guy. And then, like, this shit happens. Super fucking unfortunate. Yeah. That fucking sucks. So, like, re-watching this, though, it made me remember so much of the shit that I loved about Bray Wyatt. Right. Yeah. And, like, like, God, if you go back through this show, hours of it are me talking about how much I love the cult leader, swamp doctor yeah, yeah. version, you know, whatever. Swamp doctor. But, like, this, I remember <laughs> being really interested in this. I, I still remember the reaction in this house with yeah. all of us packed in that living room. Because we didn't, you didn't know what the fiend was going to be. You'd only seen like a few glimpses of it. Yeah, the weirdness of the the Mister Rogers, the you, build you know. up to that. Uh huh. All of that was. I remember Fucking seeing great. like every week there'd be a new like two maybe three clips of of the Firefly Funhouse or mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt or something like that. I still remember the first thing that they did to start this to start the build, and it was shortly after Mania. And all it was was like a shot of a box, uh, in a in a light, and then it, all you could hear was just this like, <laughs> like a laughter, and it opened, and the Mercy the Buzzard puppet came out of the box, hmm. and that was it. And people were like, "Oh, it's Bray," and I remember being like, "What?" And it was like, "Oh, it's wearing the, the same like Hawaiian print shirt that Bray used to wear," ah. and I was like, "Oh, okay." Follow that the was the, that was the first fucking thing, and I was like. They took their time on this. Big time. You know, like, and they invested in it. Um, I remember all of us being quite excited for it. Mm. And then, and I know we've talked about it before, but when we found out that it's the same song. The, 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 the moment we heard, Catch it, Flies, we all went, oh, it was amazing. A wave goes through the house. We all kind of lurch forward. Like, you're right. We're just like, oh, it's the same fucking song. Like, the lamp being his head. fucking head. That, I remember that shocked me. Yeah. Because of just how PG the WWE product is. Yeah. I was like, I, you can get away with that? Like, yeah. 
I guess so. And well, okay, so weird side tangent, but like way back in the Attitude Era, Walmart pulled Al Snow figures because he had the head, the mannequin head, but you know, in action figure form, you can't tell the difference. Obviously, so they somebody thought, oh, this is just a guy with a severed head. So for some reason, I still thought about that with in regards to the lantern. Where I was like, oh yeah, that's fair. Did they ever make a figure with the lantern? Yeah. Really? And it, people were just fine with that? Like, yeah. nobody was like, that's a... We're grown-ups now. Right. Back yeah. in the 90s when everyone was a child. Oh, right. When... <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. I'm sorry, I had to. When, when people went to the children's aisle for things for children. <laughs> yeah, but now we go to the figure section. Of the, <laughs> the children, the CM Punk The figurine figures. section. Anyway, um, I don't have any notes on this, really. This is almost perfect. I, I have a couple of notes that I call it this time around because I haven't rewatched this in a long time. This is my first time ever rewatching it. Oh, okay. I, and I remember. Yeah, I know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. thinking that this debut was absolutely perfect. It is. And yeah, on the rewatch, I it's it's. I think perfect. I've rewatched the entrance a couple of times, but I don't think I've ever actually rewatched the match. Yeah. And the the match is a squash. Yeah. What's the time on this? It, it's a it's probably less than three and a half minutes, I bet, because it's literally just the fiend squashes him. He runs a little comeback, goes for the stomp, doesn't get it. That's it. But like the thing that I noticed this time around watching this, Finn Balor is so good here, big time. Three twenty five. I was right on beat. I said three and a half. Um, well, actually, you were five seconds. No, <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> No, like, I... It's just such a good way to debut this character. Yeah. And then it makes me even more angry at how unbelievably quickly they cocked it up. My last note on this, or my only note really, is what a huge W that so quickly was ruined. Like, they... They, w they had, turned to an L hard. They had something. They had something here. They absolutely had something massive here. Yeah, and the and second like, they got backstage, so they took like, the first kink out, and the second kink out made it just a one, yeah. one line with us. They turned that W right into an L. It not a visual man, medium. It's just so, so fucking frustrating. I got. Like, I, I saw it. Thank so you. I got yeah. Thank you. Like to me, I appreciate that. The the fiend should have been something that we as fans saw maybe, and I'm aiming high here. Five times a year. See, I was going to say four. Just keep it at the I'm saying four. I'm, four would be ideal, but I think you got to have that one weird on TV. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Aim for your big pay-per-views. Oh, shit, just have that one bizarre, like, oh, it's a big night of, you know, SmackDown or whatever. And We're like, in Madison Square Garden. Sure, something big like that. But, like, Bray was talented enough to keep that thing going and keep it hidden and keep it protected without it being overexposed. And instead, they were just like, more fiend! We need more fiend, and it's like, like okay, that's the whole point is that there's not a lot. And I liked, I liked Bray's, like, he had concepts that I thought were cool, and, and like I'm gonna say progressive and innovative for wrestling. Did I agree with all of them? Not necessarily. Yeah. But I liked the idea of like, oh, this is just a part of this character that he taps into that is just this unstoppable fucking force. Right. Uh, friend of the show, Coin Jones. Hated the fiend, always I, I, hated I, the famously. <laughs> yeah, quite famously because he doesn't sell. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of the point, right? You know, it's not like, like, an argument can be that oh, Taker doesn't sell, but Taker was 
there more. Taker was Taker didn't have a different mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was no alternate Taker. Like Finn Balor had the demon. You could argue the demon didn't sell as much. Yeah. Okay, I got that. I, I understand this. Like ultimately, I thought this was going to build to at Mania we were going to get the demon versus the fiend. That's where I thought. But no. Nope. Remember the sister Abigail build? That was uh, 2017. For the yes, yeah, yeah, pumpkin was... king, pumpkin demon. Yeah, he was gonna wear orange paint. Thank God it didn't happen. No, that I think the the delivery would have been better than the presentation. I don't know. I didn't you, have if any you faith remember in that. like then the Finn before Finn, like some of those intricate body paints as mm-hmm. Fergal. Like yeah, the carnage the carnage one at Wrestle Kingdom that one year was fucking dope. Bro, Fergal, Fergal. Fargo, David. Fargo, Fargo, Fargo. Um, <laughs> no, I absolutely love this, and on on a rewatch, I loved it even more, big time. Uh, it just, just what a fucking, what a great start to something that should have been legendary and just absolutely goddamn wasn't. This is August, and it's February. Is that Super Showdown Saudi show where Goldberg beats the Fiend? Like of twenty twenty. Yeah, it's right before. Yeah. Jesus. So he had a cool five months. Hell in a Cell is in October. Yeah, so it's two months before they really fuck it up. Like, it's crazy how quick is this is. Is this Red Hell in a Cell with yeah. Rollins? This, with a non finish. With a non finish and the a toolbox mallet. And, yeah. I, we watched that together. And you know what I fucking hate? I think oh, so. Yeah, and I remember us both being like, my eyes fucking hurt. Like this fucking sucks. You know what I really fucking red hate about cage, that too? Red light, like not only not only do I hate the red cage, right? I've never liked the red. The cage. red cage is done. They didn't do the red light on this. Not on this. This is just a normal fucking setting. That's so part we can of, see things like, that are happening. That's part of what makes this great. And you can see the contacts in his eyes, and it's, yeah. it's frightening and startling. Yeah. The mask is amazing. Yeah. The fiend mask. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's incredible. Tom Savini. Like, one of the greatest special effects artists of all time. Is that who made that? Yeah. No shit. No shit. It's fucking incredible. But, like, it... Okay. We get to that Hell in a Cell thing, right? With Rollins. That mm-hmm. goes to... Again, I can't stress this enough. A Hell in a Cell match no. goes to a non-finish. Correct. And I remember hearing people, hearing people say, Well, yeah, but it's because, like, they didn't want to take it off of fucking... You know Rollins and they you know, blah blah blah. That's then the don't then book <laughs> the match. <laughs> right. If you if you don't have enough foresight to say we're gonna book this match, who's gonna win? Ugh. Do not book that match. You can do anything. You have anything at your disposal. The fiend could have feuded with oh let's say Mo like <laughs> Mo 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 Sizzlack. But like I just God. Damn it, they fucked this up so quick. Anyways, uh, my last note just says squash is on sale. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Rather, shout out to Zishi. There's a Clash of the Champions commercial. Yeah. And then, this is the main event of tonight's evening. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I have no memory of this until no. I watched it. Um, I remember WrestleMania 35, they do the thing. Right. And it, they open the show. Right. Which I thought was weird, but then Brock gets... Beaten rather quickly there, so I was like, "Oh, so he isn't just wants ma- to go isn't home." Isn't that the match where he just murders Rollins on the floor for several minutes and then loses in ring? I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I feel like these guys had way more matches than I remember them having. Too. Yeah, they, they were married to each other in 2019, it yeah. seems. Um, because oh, for Brock, some reason... Brock cashed in on Rollins. That's the thing. Yeah, that was at Extreme Rules. It was part of the, the build to this. Or right. Whatever. Brock, Boombox, Brock Party, yeah. Brock... So good. It's amazing. Very That very good. fucking clip of him doing that weird goddamn running this, man dance yeah. and just listening to the fucking... It's amazing. Case. Like... Why that wasn't done sooner with anyone else is fucking... I am convinced that that was just something that Brock did that he thought was funny and then... The Boom Brocks. The boom Brocks. The, uh, do you remember the t-shirt that was the briefcase with speakers built into it that said Brock Party? I don't remember. That. I I oh, I want one now. I hate most wrestling merchandise. I wanted that shirt. It I was want so it. stupid. I want it now that I know that it exists. Let's find one. Um. Yeah. So then, um, I don't have a lot of notes on this match either. My my notes on this are just kind of like basic shit. Where it's like I don't like Babyface Rollins. Like th- this version of Babyface Rollins. Right. So what I should say, just like right. yeah, come on guys, I'm a fucking good guy. I don't either, but I really enjoyed this match. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. It just it, it felt a little forced. Really? I, I, I felt like Brock was working a little harder than he usually did this year. Brock swinging him around by that rib tape is fucking awesome. It is, and I bet that hurt so, so? bad. Yeah. Because you oh know that's God. just digging into him. Yeah. Like, God. Um, um, I Also, I, I didn't know the finish of this. Me I neither. forgot the finish. Me neither. So I was... Like, pleasantly. Like, whoa! Big time. What? Same. That's part of why um, I think I like this, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just like this. I, I thought it was... My last note, it says it is it is very good. It's just very formulaic. That's fair. Um, That's fair. But, no. That was is good. it because... You think it's because he's gotten a lot less formulaic over the last couple of years, so when you go back to something like this, it's like, oh, wow, you're really just Honestly, probably, yeah. Like, I, I think that Brock is, like, maybe the best example of... And I, I know I've talked about this on, in the past on the show. There are certain wrestlers that when they get to a point of not giving a fuck is when they get great. Yeah. And I think that the less Brock Lesnar cares, the better yeah. his matches are. He's just awesome now. Right. It's just like, I'm just going to do something. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Like that last match that he had with Cody. Did you see this one bit where he just like grabs him almost in like a front guillotine and just throws him? Yeah, like it's not even a move. Yeah, he throws him like he's trying to break a bag of ice on a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, you can't hurt that dude. Like he's really he's look like I'm a type star. of man to have a plan. I don't think about things. I just do. Um, That's one of my favorite lines in the movie. By the way, I just love it because it sums up the entire character. Yeah, and I just love the way he says it. I just do. I'm like a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. Sorry, um, guys. Mace called me. Oh, good. Uh, we're about to wrap this up. Still jobbing. Um, I think. Yeah. Uh, overall, I, I would actually recommend SummerSlam 2019. This is a pretty... Yeah. To my knowledge, it was real good. I do, um, as we were going about it, I do actually remember that Natalia and Becky Lynch match being very good. Yeah. yeah. And that's not just me being biased because I fucking love Natalia. And I'll For die. Why? I, I got a lot of reasons. We're Tenors. trying to wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I, I thought the show was good. I, I the, the Fiend thing is definitely worth revisiting. Right. Not just not because of the past. The good, the brain, the good aspects like, of it. Yeah, but it's like literally the only good fiend match, and it's not his fault. 
I I think that the strap match he had with Brian. Oh is, yeah, that match rules. Great. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. But like the it, it's it's a it's a beautiful example of how to build and debut a character. How how to perform a character. Bray's performances I thought were always very good. Yeah. Um and how to not fuck up a character. Yeah. <laughs> like don't don't put him in a match that has a non-finish. Like, you can <laughs> a just match do that's not supposed to have a match that is. You would have put him in a normal match, right? And they also, did why? That. Why? Why not do that? Yes, I know your next pay per view is Hell or, in Cell, but guess what? It doesn't have to be. You can just bring back Stomp Town or some other. <laughs> <laughs> Could it work in um, Last Man Standing? You, you can do it, yeah. You you beating I, your fucking opponent's brains into this fucking head. There's so a uh, there's a Triple H and Shawn Michaels last man standing match that ends on a double, like they're both down. Yeah, the crowd shits on it. However, they did that match in Philly, and I was like, I remember watching that, and being like, nah, that's kind of a fuck finish. But if you were gonna do that, you should have picked a different goddamn town because that crowd eats it alive. You imagine you would have put that match in Hershey; it would have been fine. <laughs> imagine. We had a last man standing match between Rollins and, and The Fiend yeah. during this time. Sure. And you did everything the same except there's right. no cell around it. Uh-huh. And it's a last man standing match. So you hit the dude in the head with the toolboxes after uh-huh. you've armored him up so he doesn't take any damage. Right. You do that. Ten count. And then The Fiend pops straight back up. Woo! Is that not, stupid? No. I think that's no, at least, no, a, at least better. Sure. That's something. Or what if you did... Last man standing match. Rollins Fiend. Blah, 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 blah. You keep fucking hitting this demon clown from hell in the head. Sweet Tooth keeps getting right the fuck back up. <laughs> You're a fucking smart, capable, cagey babyface. What are you going to do? Oh, look what's under the ring. Handcuffs. Cuff his fucking feet around the post. Hang him in like the tree of woe. Or something. Yeah. Hang him. No, legit. Put him in the tree of woe and cuff his fucking feet. I don't know if I want anyone to pick up the Fiend. Fair, nah, but like, there, nah. there's a way I'm saying where you can. No, yeah, you can I know skirt, what you're saying. You can though. skirt the rules to where it's like he is not standing, but it's because he's trying to, and he just can't. Yeah. Do that, and then guess what? Oh, well, now we can have the fiend win, which you could have just done in the first fucking place too. By the way, you right. could have just had him go over in that fucking hell and cell. That cell match is what tanked Rollins' babyface run. Yeah. yeah. A hundred billion percent. Because guess what? A couple weeks after, when we go to Saudi Arabia, the fiend kills him. Yeah, I remember that. I don't like the fiend having back-to-back fucking pay-per-view matches. I didn't hate that Saudi match, to my knowledge. I remember it being okay, but like the fiend murders him at the end of it. I the think fiend, yeah. like a urinary off the ramp off or some the, crazy off the, shit. Yeah, off the stage or yeah. some shit. Through some doesn't, fucking... doesn't Rollins put the fiend somewhere in... Like, he gets him in the fucking... Sparks are going everywhere and the fiend just stands straight up. Could be. Or yeah. something like that. And I also didn't like that Like they had Rollins just appear at the Firefly Funhouse. I hated that. That was stupid. Here's what here's what I think works the, the best. <laughs> just because that was stupid. Yeah, I just wanted to, I just had this random thought. The thing that really worked with the Fiend's debut is that he was he was clearly in some measure vincible. Like, right. He wasn't selling a whole lot, but right. he was registering. Whereas the 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 what? Hell in a Cell match with Rollins, he's invincible. Right. He gets hit with the stomp like 80 fucking times. And or just pops shit. up. And yeah. it's like, at that point, we're done. Right. Also, now, now your move is dead. Right. Like, like 
that's something that, like, I, I feel weird saying this because uh, th- this is going to make me sound like a fucking shill or something, but, like, it's not my point. WWE, and I, I, I don't know if it's something that happened with, like, Brock or what. They love spamming finishers. Here's the thing. And I fucking hate it. You brought it up on a show recently about Cody uh, doing, doing these, the these rolling triple, crossroads. Yeah. Uh, Roman has to hit 40 spears. Brock has to hit multiple F5s. Why does this company love just... You know what Here's I mean? The thing. Like, no, Finisher no, spam doesn't make... You want, you want to weigh in on this? What are we weighing in on? Uh, Finisher spam. WWE just spamming guys' finishers. You can't hit your move and win. You have to if hit your move three times. You got to hit it three times. People like it, it's crazy to me that people think that like oh it's the Indies where finishers are buried or it's it's AEW where finishers or it's New Japan where finishers are buried. And I'm like, no, it's it's the Fed. I would argue worse than anyone. Finisher spamming doesn't make your move look. Uh, it doesn't make the opponent look strong. It makes your move look weak. I concur. So where this started, I feel. Hang on. Give it just a second, because we just talked earlier about talking into the fridge doesn't make for good audio. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't talk into the fridge. <laughs> That's uh, my bit. Oh, I'm Berna. I'm talking into a fridge. I'm talking into the fridge. You didn't see what the are you doing? Just did. I'm dipshitty it. <laughs> dipshitty it. Get out of the fridge. Take it and go. Uh, where I think this problem started, but it was important and cool, was remember when the hat trick became... Ten German suplexes. Oh, because it used to be three Germans, and then yeah, because Benoit that, did it, and, and it that was one big. that one time that Benoit did ten to Austin. Yeah, and his neck, and it was a big deal. Yeah. Then after that, we'll just hit shit all the time, right? And then Suplex City, bitch. Right. We made a hard right, so why hit it once if you could hit it multiple times? I don't have a problem with like, oh, it took a second one, maybe even on like a big Mania match, a third. Mm-hmm. Fine, but few and far between. Fine, but it happens all the time now. I yeah. prefer I prefer the Gunther method of I have three to five ways that I can win a match. That it and is, when this guy's kicking out of one of them, I'm just going to do all three of them in a row. I, that is fucking awesome. Like he goes over the sleeper, got it. He goes over the lariat, got it. He goes over the power bomb, got it. He goes over the big splash off the top, got it. Oh, Chad Gable's about to get out of the sleeper that I win matches with. Fuck you, I'm going to dump you on your head. And then, then I'm going to powerbomb you. Yeah. Then I'm going to lariat you in front of your crying child. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to keep <laughs> showing. Again. Yeah. again and again and again. Is that this age's uh, crying Miz kid? No. I, I brought this up before you walked in here. I think so. Literally. I want it to be. Yeah. No, They're not going to. Because if you were at a wrestling show and you got the fuck beat out of you and someone turned the camera to your daughter and watched her cry, you would never let them put that on TV ever again. Nah, I think Chad Gable. I don't know. Furious. I think Chad. I don't know. I think Chad Gable is enough of a pro that he's going to be like, show my kid crying all the time. If I was Chad Gable, I'd be like, never fucking show that again, and you shouldn't have shown her twice. Hey, if I was Chad Gable, I'd be like, royalties. I'd be like, fucking. I wonder if he's smarter than Aburn. What if Aburn's got the worst cry face? Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is my conspiracy theory. What if Chad Gable's daughter is already a better worker than all of us combined? And she knew the finish and was like, don't worry, Daddy, I'm going to cry on camera. <laughs> She's working, dude. 
Come on, me. Amazing. It's working, bro. I'm just saying that makes more sense than CM Punk's going to be on Raw this week. This is my dirt sheet conspiracy theory. Oh, my theory. God. You know what the worst theory of that is? He's going to come back and beat Roman for the belt. Nope. Amazing. <laughs> I'd rather lick the sidewalk in Manhattan. Going back to your thing about Gunther, though, it's... I've, but also with Gunther, he's got seven different things that can kill you. That's what I mean. Up until this yeah. point, you've basically been beat the fuck out of him. So at some point, one of the seven has to kill you. Right. I love but that. If need be, he can just do all seven of them in a row. Didn't he win recently with something really ridiculous? Like something stupid simple? He did it with, um, well, with Drew Mac- the, the Drew McIntyre match at the SummerSlam. The finish is Drew's trying to superplex him, and Gunther shoves him off so Drew gets crotched. On the top rope, then hits him with the splash, then pulls him up and hits the lariat, then yeah. power bombs him. Yeah. So then the idea, I was like, okay, this is great because I've seen you win with all these other things, and because we're still protecting Drew, it's oh, you're getting hit in the dick and or balls with a rope. You're getting squashed by this gigantic man. You're getting the lariat, and then you're getting the power bomb. Got it? I, yeah. A question. Yes. Because I don't know the science. I do not have that science. Mm. If you are crotched, would it not be and, not or? Depends on the person. My hole! <laughs> okay. Depends on how you're sitting that day. Depends yeah, on yeah, your yeah, yeah. bro. It, oh, I, I don't need to Depends know. Depends on where oh, you're dressing. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. What are you wearing? Oh, are, you a for, are you forward? Nope. We're done. Or are you to one side? Put the chili right here. What are you doing? Up and down. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. That's my heart. <laughs> oh, loyal listener, I'm, I'm sorry I asked. Oh, man. Remember that one time that Vic actually shoot crotched me? And it just absolutely ruined my middle. Your middle. <laughs> I hate that. I don't know what it is about that. I hate that. Yeah, it's not great. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, do we want to plug stuff? We should. We probably ought to. I feel like we haven't. Tomorrow been is the resurgence. Of the six month layoff of the Rocket, Rocket Pro. Pro Wrestling. It's the it's the relaunch, if you will. It's the remix. Um, <laughs> yes. Ignition. Be proud. Be well. Come to the streets. Three live crew, dude. I am I excited. Oh, you didn't know. I am excited for Rocket Pro. I am also told new ramp, new lighting setup, like checkers, checkers, guys. Boom, 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 boom. Checkers. For me, it's bulking season. I am going to mean? eat. Nine pounds of checkers tomorrow. I might pull. I, I will regret it. How many I might pull the trigger on the fucking funnel cake fries. Finally, do it. They're so good. Um, how many Bufords? I, I do you think I they got the big? Busting. I bet I can do. I bet I can Bacon. do two triple Bufords. I love it, dude. What's Let's the go. special one they did? I feel ill just listening to this. Probably ought to. It's Bacon a lot of use of the name Buford. Buford. The big, beautiful, busty, bodacious bacon bistro Buford. Yeah, that hey. one with the bubble, with the barbecue sauce because we gotta blow the barbecue sauce. <laughs> what is that? Shout out to my boy Harley from Epic Meal Time, dude. Yeah, blow the barbecue. TDC sauce. affiliated. Thank you. Thank um, you. Speaking of TDC affiliated, where the fuck is Connor? Uh, he should be here any moment. No, I made him stop for something. So that's fair. Good. Um, um, also, we're gonna plug Dreamwave. Uh, would you like to go to the next show? Too bad, nerds. Sold the fuck out. Uh, Black IWTV. Man. Those on that show. drawing coyotes. Hey, um, you guys should buy uh, cheese ravioli from Target in the Market Pantry band because then I'll have a job. I like ravioli. 
I oh, like that you're shooting in that. Ravioli, give you me said the formula. Uh, no, no, I agree. Zal Z- 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 Alive. Zal Alive, the TDC is back there in full swing. Zal Alive, go buy stuff to uh, help fund their are we plugging? Are we plugging the six side deal? Yeah. You know, let's Destination go Six. Yep. Um, in, uh, they're in a church. Macomb, Illinois. They're in a church. Yeah. They got the six sides. I wish you had a whole song about Because guess what, brother? We want six sides. The western part of Illinois, which um, is largely a dead zone, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to uh, to be there. Fun. Wow. Uh, shout out to Tom again for getting me the book skis. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have dates for those guys for like next year, by the way. So like, I'm, Good shit, uh, yeah. because um, that's I the first time uh, ever I was allowed... In five years, I negotiated my own rate. Hell yeah, real fucking um, cool. That was some, that was a fucking doing it my DIY bullshit. Very proud of where, you. Shout out, oh, be on the uh, lookout. St. Louis Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will be going back there next month. I will be on the same show as Masato Tanaka. Yeah, Cameras and Dreams, I baby. Did not think I was ever going to be able to fucking Cameras say. Cameras and Dreams. Um, my goal is to have a beer with Masato tonight. You need to get a picture w. with Connor's Masato. not here, Probably so I'll, I'll shout it out for him. Time Bomb Pro. Yep. He's uh, going to be doing the deal with uh, the Badger Briggs for the Sanctuary Championship. Uh, I believe it is in October, if I remember correctly. He also Sounds has right. a new fancy t-shirt out on CBH. Yes, uh, God's Country uh, exclusive t-shirt to a, a show that he had in God's Country itself, Decorah, Iowa. Now on the website of his. Also, shop TDC at thosedamncoyotes.com. Correct. Um, buy the merch. We're still waiting for that um, merch that I pitched for exclusive me and Brayden. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to ask Connor about that when he gets here. That Good. Mom nag him. I'll mom nag him. Yeah, um, please do, because uh, I pitched uh, my Good Luck t-shirt design, which is a DIY t-shirt because it's corny. I wore it for the birth of both of my children. Aww. Because nobody's You wore a DIY t-shirt for the birth of your kids? Yeah, because guess what? No one's going to do it for you. Well, you didn't um, give birth. You know what? I, I don't want to get... Like, <laughs> I'm still there, brother. I, I, I planted the seed, and I'm a good support system. I will fair enough. Okay. That. To be fair, fair, they are girls because of you. Yes. Yes. This is true. My mother said I would never have a son, so I'm not going for the trifecta. Yeah, don't do that. And on that note... Let's shut this bad boy That's down. I have about profit. 30 to 40 minutes until I am unbelievably stoned. Bye.